Is it me you're looking for? Okay, we're opening this with that. I could have at least used Adele's more recent hello, but I had to go with Lionel Richie. But that's a solid song. It's a very solid song, and it's more fitting to us than Adele, quite honestly. Everything we do is 80s related, (laughs) except for our age. That's the only thing that's missing is we're from the 80s. We're just not 80. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) As if people will believe we're not 80. With me and my, no, I guess my hot flashes will hopefully be a thing of the past by the time we reach 80. Anyway, hello. Honey, there are no guarantees are in life. I know. I am great. I'm sick, wow. but I'm great. Yeah. You're adorable when you're sick. Let me hear your scratchy voice. You know, it's not going to work right now. Okay, fine. Fine. You know, you, you like, know you, the minute you want the Phoebe voice, it doesn't work. I know. When you get better, are you going to start <laughs> licking people who are sick so that you can keep your scratchy voice? Always. Yes, I'm going to go around <laughs> licking the doorknobs. <laughs> better than licking knobs, I always say. <laughs> do you always say that? Is that Deb, do you need the t-shirt? I can't. <laughs> wow, this doesn't... Oh my, oh my God. God, and it's allergy season too. I think you know what you are just jealous that I get that scratchiness and that stuffed up thing in the spring when my allergy starts. You're going around trying to get yourself sick, so you can be like, "Oh, I'm sick too." And it's like, can I do anything, Chris? Can I have? Can I have um, possession of anything? Can I call anything my own? You're so high maintenance. (laughs) (laughs) My God. You know, all I ask is a little sympathy for freaking five minutes. And it's all about Deb again. Turn the car around. It's all back in the fast lane with Deb. (laughs) Deb, you know, I was going to go in for elective surgery just because, but now I'm not going to. Really? No, come on. Do it. It's fun. Come on. I'll visit you. No, obviously. Yes, I will. No, I won't. (laughs) Okay. Oh, wow. Oh, poor little poopy girl. Yeah, a little too late. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, this is quite the way to kick off season two, isn't it? Tis. Tis indeed. Yay. Yay. Season two. (laughs) Did you enjoy your two weeks off? We'll put that in quotations. Yeah, (laughs) two weeks off. I was like, woohoo, we're going on a holiday. (laughs) And we totally did not go on a holiday. No, we were not going on a holiday. (laughs) I said we were getting ready for season two. So we were not on a holiday. You, you weren't listening. I, I, you see, I heard those words, but what they translated it into for me were, we're getting some rest and, and resting our brain cells so that we can go forth into episode or episode two, into season two, <laughs> well rested. No? See, no, no. See, you always like to hear whatever it is you want to hear. See, some reason when I say we, you know, we're taking two weeks off, you're like, "Woo, we don't have a podcast. And that's it. <laughs> no, no, no. So we actually, I will say you worked very hard for the past two weeks. I um, did actually. <laughs> I don't know if it paid off. <laughs> Time will tell. No, to be yeah. honest, I think we had a lot of fun. I think we worked harder on the podcast during these last two weeks than we have um, any other two-week stretch. But it was super fun and exciting. And now we're, we're pumped. 
We are. I think it was the key was we didn't actually have to like look up and learn anything. <laughs> I really, yeah, that's what it is. That was like, the key. <laughs> yeah, or I think that we nobody like we had no obligation to. We could have looked up and learned stuff, but it would have been because we wanted to, not because we had to. But you know, right, right. Yeah. Now, mind you. We could have looked up because we know what our next topics are going to be. Could have spent a little time looking yeah. it up, yeah. formulating. So, you know, you're like, oh, I'm all sad, gung ho, when it's time I to tape. We tape. That yeah. aged me. Okay. <laughs> and record, we record. Tape. Who's 80 now? I say. <laughs> Get the real, the real out. <laughs> yeah. So, we could have been prepared, you know, but. We could have, yeah. we didn't. It's you know, that's us. That's it. That's it us. Is. But you know it what? I think I was Good. able to spend a little bit more time with my family. Mm-hmm. Yes, me too. A little Same. bit more time with Deb. <laughs> oh, yeah, too much. No, there's never <laughs> enough time with us. No, yeah. no, no. Now we've kicked. We're kicking off season two with so much excitement and enthusiasm, yeah. huh, Deb? Yeah. 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 What? What? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yes, we are super right. excited going into season two. Yay. Look at us having seasons. I know. Congratulations. Oh, tis the season to be jolly. Fa la 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 la. Hello. Wrong season. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Okay. Now, Deb, we have a long episode today. So we got to kind of move it along. Do we know how to yeah. do that? Yeah. It's not 17 not, minutes, but, but we don't have time today to get to 17 minutes, okay? We don't. We do not. I agree. However, we need to get down to business. And But before we start that, we want to go back to our anniversary episode, and we want to thank all the people that took time mm-hmm. to send us or, or attempt to send us um, yeah. those lovely happy anniversary messages. They were um, so fun. And remember, I, I called you or I texted you. I was like, I'm actually tearing up listening to all these messages. They were so fantastic. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. I know they were so, weren't they all just so sweet? Yeah, super, super and, sweet. And more importantly, did you see how I slowly edited those in there? Did you see the crafty I editing work that was involved? I did. I was like, that's my partner, everybody. That's my partner. I was very, very proud of you. Excuse me while I fish for compliments. Yeah, <laughs> you did amazingly. Thank you. Well, anyway, so we want uh, we want everyone to, if you can, show a little love and support to these podcasts that did take the time to send us the messages. And um, actually, we're going to post the links. I was going to do it like two weeks ago. Post <laughs> the links to all these podcasts in the show notes of the anniversary episode. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, check so, them out for sure. Yeah. Here they are in no particular order. Because nope. we love them all. So yeah, first, we, we want to give a shout out and thanks to Carlos, John, William, and Heather over at Wrestling Fans Insight Podcast. We do. And to Leo, Mike, and Kevin at Film and Fermentation Podcast. Thank you. And don't forget, big thanks out to Ken from the Mr. Gentleman's Lifestyle Podcast. For sure. And to Dan and Ian at Scatterbrain Podcast. And hello and a thank you to Amanda over at the Sipped List podcast. Yeah. And to Brittany and Alexa from They Don't Stay Dead podcast. Thank you, guys. And we've thanked them before. We'll thank them again to BC and Jay over at Wrestling with the War. 
Absolutely. <laughs> to Jason and Kathy at All Hallows Eve podcast, we love you guys. Thanks so, so much. And we have something coming up with them soon, but we're not going to tell you what it is. We do indeed. And I want to give a big shout out and a thank you to DeAndre from Masturbators and Season to Season Podcasts. Oh, yeah. God, we love Dre. Thank you. <laughs> and to Scoob <laughs> from the Undiscovered Entrepreneur Podcast. Thank you, Scoob. You're awesome. And big thanks to Brad and Alyssa over at Strange for History Podcast. For sure. And to Robin Lloyd at Giggle Mugs Pod. Thank you guys so, so, so much. All of your wishes meant so much to us. Thank you. Thank you. All right, All right. Deb. So what do we got going on today? Okay, well, what we have going on is a complete departure from our usual format, and we're hoping that our listeners are really going to like it. We have an interview. We are interviewing a person. A person actually decided to sit down with us. And, Not a rock. And, uh, <laughs> that's right. And listen to us rattle on. And he was very, very engaging and wonderful and indulging. And we are super excited to be starting off this season, our first episode, with an interview with actor Dennis Mallon. I'm not going to say too much because I think that the episode speaks for itself. His life, his career, his, his way of thinking, everything is, was absolutely fascinating. We loved getting to know Dennis and we thank him so much. So we sat down with Dennis a few days ago and we are going to let you have a listen. Hello, Spooklings. I'm Jason. And I'm Kathy. And we're the hosts of the weekly podcast, All Hallows Eve Podcast. We are a husband and wife duo with a passion for anything spooky, macabre, and true crime sprinkled with our own twist of comedy. We explore topics such as the history of Halloween, the Butcher of Plainfield, Hocus Pocus 2, urban legends, superstitions, and more. So come join us as we go down the rabbit hole that is All Hallows Eve Podcast. Listen and follow us at allhallowsevepodcast.com or your favorite podcast provider. Stay spooky, my friends. The incredible thing is that I was looking you up and, and, you know, some pictures came up and I was like, oh God, you know, he's the, the perfect, you know, cowboy guy. And then I see another picture. I'm like, oh my God, he's the perfect sleazy <laughs> businessman guy. Like you had, right? Like that's something to be able to take on those characters and, yeah. and really look the part, right? It's, it's hysterical. There was a uh, <laughs> review put out about the Mad Hatter. Right. Now our DP in the Mad Hatter was Helena Hutchins rest in Ooh. peace. Okay. So, you know, I, I love in my name is in the masthead or at least in the article. And, you know, it went on to say that, and, and the creepy orphanage director played by, yeah. uh, <laughs> you know, the salacious Dennis Mallon, great people. You probably saw great people. And there's a rotten tomatoes review, a few and like, yeah, that, excuse my friends, that scumbag ex yeah. business executive. <laughs> and I'm like, I wear that as a, as a, yeah. as a yeah, it's just, I'm proud, you know? Yeah. So it just, you know. Can I just share something about <laughs> gray people? Sure. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. So my, we had watched, actually, we'd already watched um, Winning to Lose. Is that the name of it? Yep. Yep. Yeah, we saw Winning to Lose. And then my son said, oh, we want to see the gray people. Now, Dennis, you're How opening you soon as I sat down with my sons. <laughs> How old are your sons? <laughs> well, they're teenagers now. They're teenagers now. So it was it yeah. was better than if they were younger. <laughs> yeah. I was like, after, no. the scenes, 
After that scene, they were grown-ups, I think. I think that they... <laughs> oh, me. they were already grown-ups. It wasn't anything they haven't seen. But, so, uh... I, I got a great sto- I've got a great story regarding great people. Oh, oh good, good. I, I know you have questions. Look, I've got all yeah. day for you, whatever you oh. need, whatever you want. Oh, that's fantastic. Um, <laughs> so great you. people. I believe in suddenlies, right? Things fall in your lap. God opens up yeah. doors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so with great people, it was funny because... I'm at a casting up at Heather Hines' office up in Orlando, big casting director. And when you go to um, when you go to a casting call, it's like it's like homecoming week. You see all your friends and people you haven't seen in a while. Mm-hmm. So I see Austin Janowski, I see Essex O'Brien, two actors that I've worked with, two people that I know and I respect. And they look at me and they go, "Madoff, Madoff." I'm like, "Yeah, he's dead, right? He's in jail or he's dead or." or no, 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 we got a role for you. And I'm like, yeah, hey, man, thank you, love you, appreciate you, go on your way, totally forget about it. And this is like on a Tuesday. Thursday, I'm sitting at a Starbucks down here with a good friend of mine. I get a call out of the blue, which usually happens, and I, you know, answered Dennis Mellon in my deep, you know, Dennis Mellon voice. <laughs> Hi, Dennis, this is Ramilla Blade, writer, director, producer, great people. Wow. I want to talk to you, I want to offer you a lead role. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, can you send me the script? Can I read the script and get back to you? Oh, the script's sitting in your email, but I need you on set tomorrow. Oh. <laughs> and, I'm like, and I'm like, huh? I, I go to lead role. He goes, yeah. He goes, how big's the script? 200 pages. How many pages am I in? Oh, 115. <gasps> um, okay. Well, my day rate is X. Well, we're going to pay you Y. Well, no, no, no. My day rate is X. Yeah, we're going to pay you Y. I'm like. All right, no wiggle room there. And I'm looking at my friend Diana, and she's like, what's going on? I go, I just accepted the lead role for a feature film that I know nothing about. I'm getting <laughs> paid less than my day rate, and uh, it's probably going to be like my Oscar award-winning oh. performance because it, this yeah. just kind of fell yeah. in my lap. Exactly. And, and she's like, how do you feel about that? I go, I'm excited, confused, nervous, anxious. Oh, she goes in typical, typical Dennis. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's it was, a hard yes. <laughs> yeah. And of course I said yes. And I show up on set the next day. And thank God it's all people that I know. Oh, thank yeah. God. I walk into the green room. I walk into holding. There's a bunch of people I know. I'm like, oh, okay, good. Oh, good. And we just, now the one scene that you're talking about, <laughs> that one iconic, you know, industry making, mm-hmm. never to be seen again scene, hopefully. We did about a dozen times. Oh, <laughs> okay. wow. That and, was a nice welcome to good scene. Yeah. Basically. And, and yes. that was my second day on set meeting Maddie Gerard for the first time. And it's like, yeah, here we go. <laughs> and I'm like, now Don Larson, uh, my boss in, in the movie. And we had about 12 people with their cell phones looking into oh, the office. Recording oh, that's it. funny. Like, you're either going to use this against me or you're going to yeah. help me. No market, but, but yeah, that's um, sorry. <laughs> you know, my apologies. When I was watching that before, them, I'm like, that's an odd angle that they're shooting Dennis at. Like, that my kids have been watching and they're like looking for Dennis, mind you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Dennis, it's Dennis. And I'm like, that's a strange angle that they're shooting. And then I understood why they were shooting at that angle. I'm like, yeah, gotcha. Me, well, get it, I get it. I added the initial kind of cocaine-induced – when the scene starts, my back's to the camera, and I'm like, yeah, uh-huh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And my eyes are beat red, you know, blah, blah, blah. So no, it was, 
you rock the you rock the character. I mean, there's no question. You rock the character. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I it's- think that that scene was to make up for the pay wage cut you took. They're like, okay, we're gonna. <laughs> <laughs> just wait till you see the first scene <laughs> all right so i'm gonna do a little intro here uh okay. our listeners thank you so much for being with us we appreciate you guys so so much we're so excited to be here in season two and um you've already heard a little bit about what's going on here we have a guest we uh deb and chris have told you before, we'll tell you again, that one of our schools was to have guests, to be guests. And we were super lucky at the end of season one to be on um, our good friend Dre's uh, Masturbators podcast as guests. It was absolutely exciting. And then we were like, okay, but we also want to have guests on our show. And Dennis Malin, who is here with us today, dropped into our lap. We're not sure, but we're like, we are going to run with this. This has got to be divine timing. We want, this was, you know, we asked for a guest and we got a guest. So we are super excited. And uh, we were just thinking that, you know, I think, you know, you, you're going to listen to, to what Dennis has to say, but it's almost like having three individual guests on at one time. He has done so much in his life. He is so inspiring. He, you know, I'll let him tell the story. You know, Chris and I will let him tell the story, but it's really like having you know, three entire like individual totally accomplished people all in one talking about yesterday so we're super super excited about that dennis welcome um i just want to say that chris and i are newbies at interviewing Uh so please be gentle with us we're also you know i'm in menopause chris is (laughs) we're very sensitive i know i don't look a day over 25 but (laughs) if you see me me taking my cardigan on and off it's it's hot flashes okay just don't get me wrong so (laughs) welcome well, well, first off, thank you so much for having me. I, oh, I'm, I'm really you. excited to be on, and I appreciate you both. I really oh, do. And, you know, you. Uh, I happen to have uh, a lot of hands-on experience recently, Deb, with uh, said issues that you happen <gasps> to be going through. Really? Um, yeah. Oh, so, God. you know, since you already got me in trouble about five minutes ago. <laughs> no, we didn't. Brain. You have no proof of that. <laughs> Nobody have proof of that. This isn't being recorded even yeah. better. <laughs> so, but yeah, I'm, I'm having a hands-on experience with, um, okay. you know, hot flashes and, and menopausal. And, uh, well, yeah, so fun, fun, fun times. Oh, yeah. Uh, you, hand, you know what? I bet you're handling it like a, a trooper. I bet you're being uh, nothing but kind, right? <laughs> I'm doing the best I can with what I got. That's, yeah. that's, that's um, yes. yes, yes. I'm going to say yes. It's a real thing. It's a real thing. And, you know, I might have had my doubts, which I don't think I did. But it's like, oh, my God, if you haven't gone through this, I don't think people (laughs) can understand. It's like so many other things. If you haven't experienced it, you just have to be there for the person because you're never really going to understand what they're going through. Um, So I think I think you're that kind of guy, though. Who's there for I, her? And yeah, we 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 were having a hands-on experience. I was in uh, last week. I had a um, I finished up a feature film up in wow. Claremont, Florida. Congratulations! Uh, Detroit. Thank you. Yeah. Blew out that morning to Chicago. Did a spot, and then my fiance Leanne is up in Michigan. Mm-hmm. So I went from eighty-eight degrees to twenty-two degrees, which oh, you know I don't recommend. That's and a hot then, flash. That's a hot flash, essentially. Oh, I, <laughs> I, I, I flash. definitely. I had or I have or I'm in menopause, never mind menopause. (laughs) We drove all the way back from Michigan to Florida and I just hit the ground running. I I was working and just stuff like that. So, yeah, it it is a real thing. I I see it firsthand. Mm. And, uh, you know, 
give any guys advice out there. If you have a loved one that's going through that, just try to be as understanding as you can, because we can't relate. You know, I'm I'm sure, you know, guys go through their thing or whatnot, but I don't have a clue as to what's going on. And more importantly, what can I do to help? There's not much I can do to help. Probably just stay away. Run, run, Dennis, run. <laughs> totally kidding. Oh. You, no, no, you're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. Yes. Exactly. Just Thank giving you. space. Any, so. any gentleman out there, take my word of advice. Aww. Be supportive, you give space. Yeah. yeah. And just understand yeah. you don't understand. And just shake your head. Yes, dear. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You and you might I'm come. Doing. You might come out alive. You might not. Yeah. Might There's alive. no guarantees in life, Dennis. There's no, no guarantees. guarantees. It will. It will be a quick death, though. We're all for quick deaths. You, know? <laughs> you don't know. Again, don't know. no guarantees. I'm it seriously be, having a hot flash. Oh my god. It might be slow and painful. I. I it depends. <laughs> all right. Let's. Uh, I think we should begin. I think we should begin. I think that our guests are, or sorry, our listeners are super excited to hear more about you. So just in your Thank own you. words, whatever you want to tell us, tell us a bit about yourself. <laughs> sure, sure. Well, I was raised in Kearney, uh, New Jersey, uh, North Jersey, Hudson County, middle, you know, uh, soccer town, USA. I grew up with uh, a bunch of uh, international soccer players, a bunch of Olympians, Tony Miola, John Harks, Tab Ramos. Wow. And I uh, played hockey hmm. uh, pretty much forever. Straight C student, worked hard for my C's all the way through grammar school, <laughs> high school, college, whatnot. As and we just, all did. Yeah, yeah kind, of, kind of the underachieving, underachieving happy-go-lucky guy. Yeah. That uh, I'm the oldest of three. My sister is uh, two years, four days younger than me, both Scorpios. So you can just imagine the competition. Wow. She's, yeah. She's 4.0 from birth, and I'm, what, 1.5, 2.0 GPA, whatever a C is. But, um, and, and our brother, eight years younger than me, oops, but love, <laughs> love, him, love him dearly. You know, uh, he's, yeah. he's very successful at what he does. And it's just, you know, I kind of, I, I think a lot of life comes from different opportunities and how you address those opportunities and are you prepared mm-hmm. for opportunities. I've, I've always looked for multiple streams of income. I, I don't know what my past lives were, if I was an entrepreneur, if I was a land baron, I, I have no idea, but I, I know I can't sit still. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. you know, you kind of know how old I am, give or take. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so I, I couldn't sit still and watch TV. As, as a second grader, I couldn't sit home and watch Tom and Jerry. I had to be in, in perpetual motion. Mm-hmm. Well, at 53 years old, I, I continue the same thing, mm-hmm. which is now serving me, serving my instrument, my body, and yeah. what I do as a profession. Mm-hmm. But I've gone through quite a few different careers. Mm-hmm. I've been acting for 25 plus years. Wow. So if you look at the timeline, I'm a 25-year-old CEO of a technology company. While I'm starting the acting career, That's you know, incredible. that was, that was incredible yeah. because now do I understand it? Did you, you went to Rutgers, right? I went to Rutgers. What did you go for? Uh, <laughs> well, I, 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 I went for astronomy. I took up space. Wow. That was a joke. I, I took up astronomy. <laughs> All I did was, was take up space. No, business management. 
That's what astronomy is? I had no idea how to know something about stars. I do that all the time. I'm, I'm an astronomist. It's just, you know, I, I, I read that joke somewhere. I'm like, wow, that was made for me. What did I do? I just took up space. You know, I studied oh astronomy. God. I took up space to literally had to see. No, I went to, uh, I went to culinary school right out of high school. Right. Which I'll I'll tie that back because that seems to be serving me thirty years later, which is crazy. Wow! I uh, went to Rutgers, uh, and then I went to technology school. Okay. And through all that, I, I got out and really just hit the ground running in Manhattan. Um, it was the the rah rah nineties where mm. you know dot com dot bomb and mm. a lot of good stuff going on. And I hooked up with the right companies at the right time. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because I was employee number three for this one startup. Employee number three, and I was the VP mm-hmm. of basically a sales guy, mm-hmm. and I had to put this company on the map real quick. Well, I got promoted, you know, six months, seven months into it, and God. it's interesting because prior to, I, I'd be in the office from seven a.m. to seven p.m., mm-hmm. and there's a buzz going on. As soon as the promotion went out, there's no buzz. Mm-hmm. Now I'm looking at it. I haven't changed. My responsibility has grown, but I'm mm-hmm. thinking, you know, after the first week, I'm gonna, I need to do something else. Well. I'm a Freemason yeah, mm-hmm. fraternity. I want and to get a, back to that. But go okay. on. And, and a good friend of mine, Jim Demonic, his last name is Demonic. <laughs> anything. He's far from anything like that. And maybe it, maybe it's Demonique. Uh, no, it's Demonic. <laughs> it's the Canadian in me. Sorry. Yeah. Okay, well, there you go. He's, I, he's like Slovak. I, I forget what his background is. I love oh. him dearly. If you if you know Game of Thrones, he looks like Robert Baratheon. <gasps> okay, never watched. Okay. Oh no, that's you a good. Got thing. Yeah. And I, when when GOT came out, I go, Jimmy, this is made for you. He goes, Yeah, and you know, it sucks. <laughs> but he's Robert Baratheon. Wow. So long story short, we would get together every Friday for a scotch and a cigar. Wow. And uh, coming from my corporate job, I had my three piece suit on. And I'd walk in, he's like, Look at this kid. He came out of Central Casting. What a good looking guy. Blah. So <laughs> And I'm like, after about three, six times, I'm like, Jimmy, what do I need to do? How do we get started? First, <laughs> I think I can make a dime. Oh, my right. God, you're going to eat it up. So he really helped me start. He put me in touch, put me in touch, put me in touch. And my first everything was staged. I did Of Mice and Men. I was Lenny right. for right. an off-off-Broadway adaptation. And that's pretty heavy lifting for your first everything. For your first job, yeah. Oh my God. First everything. So. Yeah. You know, you want to jump in the deep end with it with a hundred pound plate on you to sink you. Yeah. That's that's tough. That's, that's the way to do it. <laughs> what what ruined me, Chris? I I saw John Malkovich do it a week prior. Mm-hmm. Okay, the great Malkovich and great Gary. Yeah. Yeah. Word of advice: If you're reprising a role, do not watch anybody else because you will screw yeah. yourself up. Mm-hmm. So, right. Well, it's no different than when you watch a movie and somebody else remakes it, and you just swear it's not as good as the first. You know, exactly. well, well, yeah, but if if you're looking to do that role, play that part, and you watch the greats do it, mm-hmm. it's like one of my mentors from afar is Kenneth Branagh. Oh, yeah, love that, guy. that. Yeah, you know, I would never even try to do Hamlet. Never mind direct. Never mind produce. Mm-hmm. He was Hamlet. Yeah. So yep. when I did a master's course, I put on Hamlet for four hours, and I take notes to this day. Wow. So there's just so many good things going on. I found that I was a method actor because I'm driving through Lincoln Tunnel going from New York to New Jersey, two in the morning, ladies, and I'm just breaking down crying. I'm like, what the hell is going on? I called Jimmy. He's like, well, obviously you're a method actor. I can tell you specifically what I said to him next, but I'm like, this sucks. 
I quit. I can't do this. I got to go to work in the morning. Yeah. yeah. My obligation. And I quit acting for all of two weeks. I just want to stop you because you've said so many things that we want to touch on. But (laughs) do you want to finish your thoughts? Sorry about that. No, no. I'm I'm ADD. So if you don't cut me off. Okay. (laughs) Enjoy listening to podcasts and ever wonder, can I make a podcast? But it seems so complicated and good audio production can take time. What if there was a way to create an amazing podcast easily? Well, now there is. Introducing Podcasting Made Easy from Podtastic Audio. My production team will handle your entire audio production, allowing you to be the star of your show. This is Podcasting Made Easy. How easy? Well, so easy, you don't even have to press record. Now that's easy. Your listeners are waiting. Let's deliver. Sign up for a free strategy call today at podcasticaudio.com slash easy. <laughs> okay. Well, I know that um, Chris wants to touch on a few things. I, I just, mm-hmm. you said so many things that are like conversations and episodes all in themselves. This is why, you know, we're just so fascinated by you and so excited to have you here. Aww. So I, I am going to jump on the ADD sort of straight C <laughs> student thing. That's, Chris and I are very different, by the way. You're probably going to figure that out. We're, we're polar opposite, basically. We are. Keeps it interesting. It, it totally keeps it interesting. And I think I, I was saying to Chris the other day that, you know, you're talented and I'm talented. And then this thing that we produce together is a talent all unto itself. Sure. You know? So. Yeah, and it's very hard for us to say the words we're talented. We're we're trying to not be very, you know, self-deprecating. So it was a big step. You're obviously very talented, very successful oh, women. I'm, I'm privileged to be here today. So oh, thank you. Thanks that so much. So I just wanted to say that, you know, when you said the thing about being a straight C student, Chris and I did an episode, okay, I can't remember which one it was now, but it was about the different way that people, people learn. And, you know, we, I'm, we're of the same age, pretty much, Dennis. I'm 20, I'm, <laughs> I had it stuck in my head. <laughs> Still 29. Still 29. 29 plus about another 29. Um, no, I'm, you know, I'm 52. Chris is a little bit farther behind us. Um, nice. And in the 70s and 80s, when we were growing up, Yes. You know, I think it's better now, maybe not 100%. You know, this the school system was the school system. It didn't, yeah. everybody had to learn. It was mainly book learning, I would say. Like everybody, if you couldn't learn the way, let's, I don't like the word average, but let's say in quotes, the word, the, the average kid learns, you were considered stupid, lazy, sure. um, you needed to go to special school or whatever. And then, so you've got, you, you clearly... You know, the, the, the system didn't cater to you. It had nothing to do with your intelligence or, or all those other kids who oh. were, you know, misdiagnosed or not diagnosed or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you throw the ADD factor into it. And you just think about how many kids um, were given this label, you know, yeah. dumb, lazy, loser, whatever. And then, mm-hmm. you know, and Chris and I both have teenage children. Um, I have one and Chris has three and they're all in high school. And it's, it's so hard for us to sort of want to, you know, encourage them to, to do well at school, but also not be like, okay, school is everything. Because we've got you sitting in front of us now saying, you know what, it just didn't represent me. But you sure. went on and you, you've done these huge, huge steps. And I'm thinking like, I'm thinking, where did you have, you're in this neo.com CEO, busy, 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 working all these hours. How the hell did you find the brain space to go and audition? Like, I, I can barely tie my shoes most days, you know? <laughs> well, I, I can, I can. But you know what I mean? Like, it's like, how the hell? That's incredible. 
So I don't know if you want to elaborate more on that. It's just something I wanted to pick up on. Sure. Let's, you, you put a lot in that. Sorry, in that I did. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah. When I tie my shoes, yeah. I tie them well. Yeah. I, I, I wear slip-ons. In, um, <laughs> in fourth grade, in fourth grade, I had a guidance counselor, mm. uh, Dr. Hocus, Hope, Hopus, I forget his name, uh, long gone by now because he was ancient back then, uh, basically telling me I'm going to go nowhere, amount to mm. nothing. So, exactly. Thanks for motivating yep. a fourth grader. How Isn't old it you? lovely? Yep. How old yeah. are you in fourth grade? Eight, uh, nine, eight, ten. Eight, I don't eight. even. Yeah. Whatever. Thank you for motivating me. Yeah. So, you know, you're right. Everybody has different ways of learning. I've done so much reading as an adult. Mm. I've read The Iliad and the Odyssey. I've read Moby Dick on my own. And if I was forced to do it, I couldn't get it done, right? Mm-hmm. So the ADD part, I've always had issues with math. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I love lyrics for some reason. Put on a song, what's your favorite song from the 80s? Mm-hmm. And I can probably hit every lyric. And I haven't heard it in 30-something years. Welcome to the club. Yeah, right? same. So that's interesting. Now, wow. okay, back then there's no ADD diagnosis. You're exactly. lazy, you're stupid, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Love my father. I'm Dennis Jr., and I just couldn't get the math. Now, dad was always kind of a big towering guy, rest in peace. Mm. I'm trying to do algebra. He's leaning over me and he's just scaring the heck out of me. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> A plus B equals C. So I'm like, I'm just not getting it. Yeah. I'm yep. just not getting it. So I wasn't a ball buster in school. I was a nice guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wasn't overly pop- popular. I wasn't overly nerdy. Mm-hmm. I was kind of the middle road guy. People like me. You either like me or you don't. Teachers mm-hmm. like me because I didn't cause a mm-hmm. a ruckus, and I definitely got pushed. Mm-hmm. They definitely helped me through. I remember senior year in high school. I was on the rowing team, wow. and my last, my eighth period class was uh, English literature. Now the teacher liked me. I got my I got my C, and he let me leave early to go through go to the athletic trainer almost every day. Yeah, I, I would come yeah. and he goes, Dennis, you need to leave early. Yes, sir. Yes, I do. So, you know, there's no diagnosis back in the day. Now, let's let's flash forward. My son's 23. Dennis the third. We keep it very simple in my house. (laughs) There's no confusions whatsoever. As you can tell, every year, my ex-wife and I would go to school. Mr. Mallon, your son is brilliant. He doesn't study, Mm -hmm. doesn't do homework, yet yet he gets hundreds on the tests. So, and I say to my son, Dennis, excuse my French, not my Canadian, <laughs> you, you're the smartest dumbass in school. What's a hundred average with a zero? It's a 50. It's a fail. Please, not for me. Don't do it for me. Yeah. Do a little homework. Get a C. I don't care. Yeah. Get through. Yeah. Now, now he's in college. Now he's going for a medical degree. Oh. Blah, blah, blah. Wow. But you got to be ready. You got to, you got to be willing and you've got to be ready emotionally, mentally, exactly. maturity, mm-hmm. and so on. Now, my daughter, um, watching all the trials and tribulations of my son, well, she's that much smarter because she just want to hear me yell. She yeah. want to go <laughs> yep. She's like, oh, geez, I better do a little bit of this. So, yeah, it, it's it's really interesting. I mean, there's no Ritalin back in the day or if no, there was exactly. zombied out. Yeah. And you just do your thing. So yeah. I don't know. I think it yeah. comes down to discipline. Where do I find the time now? Discipline. Now, when you're in Manhattan and you're in a certain position, you've got a lot of freedom. 
So I was able to schedule things during the day. As far as my bosses are concerned, I'm either on a business meeting or I'm on a sales call. Who cares? (laughs) As long as I'm doing my job and making my numbers. Now, I came in at 7 p.m. and I leave at 7, 8, 9 p.m. So who cares? Right? You know where I am. You know what I'm doing. I'm walking around. I'm not screwing up business. And I'm just disciplined. You know, when you jump into any business, and I coach a bunch of new actors, mm-hmm, you've yeah. got to look at it. It's a business. It's show yeah. business. It's not mm-hmm. show friends. Mm-hmm. And when I coach newer actors, I say, what's your business plan? Mm-hmm. And after they say, what? How do you spell that? Yeah. I help them develop it. How, oh, much, wow. how much money do you want to make in this business? Yeah. Wait, there's money to be made? Yeah. Hello? So- Oh, no, well, what, a unique, what a unique way to look at that. I didn't think that when I, when I saw that you were a coach, okay, yeah. you know, your basic acting coach. I like that. That's, that's smart. That's a very, it, very few people look at acting that way or as, except for probably to. some of the biggest ones Chris, out there. I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to teach you the Kaminsky method. Okay. <laughs> I love the Kaminsky. Oh my <laughs> God. Oh, Big fan. Best show ever. I'm not going to, I'm not going to tweak you on your instrument and on your thing because you know and again my apologies the people that can't do teach Mm -hmm. okay yes i'm going to help you with the business aspect i'm going to position you i'm going to do your reel your resume i'm going to put you in touch with agents i'm going to i'm going to help you get to the next level Mm -hmm. whatever you bring your instrument whatever you bring Mm -hmm. to the table you bring you develop it and you grow it the way you see fit I'm not going to squeeze into my box. Who am I mm-hmm, to take your instrument and squeeze you? That's not my, that's not my deal. So your coaching is basically, it's kind of like manager slash life coach with the acting twist. Is this kind of, it's, I guess. I it's a, at it that way, but okay. It's a very <laughs> interesting, a very interesting take on that. I like it. I, I should charge more now. I never looked yeah. at it, Chris, as being a, <laughs> you want to manage me? I'll give you a piece. Help me. Yeah. <laughs> I never looked at it as a life coach because people come, people go, and that's the way life's supposed to be. You know, I'm in someone's life for a reason and a season, and um, if we can if we can help each other, and I can help you get to where you want to be, or at least on the right track. Yeah. God bless. It's a win win win. I think that so much of what coaches do is is applicable to any sort of area of life. Like the point is to embody who you are. And the thing is that most people don't know who they are. And, I, and, and myself included, you know, this is a, you know, we're all on this journey and I'm not sure the journey ever ends. Um, yeah. But it's like, don't just get on the life train and let it take you. Embody, yeah. you know, who you are yeah. and bring that, bring that to being a mother, bring that to being a CEO, bring that to being a tennis player, you know. It's yep. applicable. It's just about really owning your product, which is it's yourself. What? It's like about what? owning, owning. Um, um, you said about. So I was about. <laughs> That's like <laughs> Canadian accent, apparently. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, God, I love it's, you. it's interesting. You said, you know, <laughs> I, I did a, uh, I did a TikTok this morning. When you wake up, you have a nanosecond to make a decision. Yeah. Are you going to be a victim? Or are you going to be a victor? Now, one of my coaches is is Ed Milet. Mm -hmm. Love Ed Milet. I've known him. I'm part of a financial uh, firm. Known him for 20 plus years. Um, I have his daily routine, of which I followed for 20 plus years. Mm -hmm. You know, you're six hours of sleep, wake up, meditate, cold shower, oatmeal, gym, you know, uh, 
you know, goals, affirmations, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. Mm-hmm. You know, habits and routines build you yeah. habits and disciplines. Mm-hmm. And you've got to keep the mind disciplined. So I'm I'm dragging my butt to the gym this morning. I did this TikTok and I was laughing to myself. <laughs> and I'm basically seeing on, on the TikTok, I did not sleep last night. I am oh. exhausted. It's either going to be the best workout or the worst workout. But you know what? And I, I'm convincing myself as I'm <laughs> exactly. talking myself yeah. into it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no, it's going to be the best workout I've ever had, <laughs> you know, et cetera, et cetera. Wake up, you you sorry ass, whatever else I said to myself. And it was funny. I encapsulated my self-talk within like a 60-second TikTok. Mm-hmm. And you don't know who's watching and, and who is uh, yeah. and who's listening, who's watching that stuff. So I get to the gym and I see a buddy of mine walk in. He's like, yeah. He goes, how are you feeling? I go, I'm good. I'm good. I'm really good. Are you ready? I go, yeah. I go, what's going on? <laughs> Because I just saw your TikTok. Let's go get it. Let's. I was like, oh, hey, one, you know. Oh yeah. So it just it's 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 funny. I've never looked at it from a life coach perspective, Chris. But you know, we're on this journey, and it goes so fast. I mean, I woke up today and I'm 53 years old. How does that happen? I don't know. I could have sworn I was 25 just the other day, right? I know. I was 30, and now here we are. So you can't. Let too many of those days get away from you. Exactly. Yeah. It's okay to have your five-second pity party. We're human beings. Mm -hmm. It's okay to be tired. The body is tired. Give it what it needs. It's okay. But don't string those things together so many days. You're going to lose weeks, months, years. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. um, It's funny. A little bit of what you were saying, it's sort of unrelated, but I'm not trying to be funny, but that conversation you had with yourself, like, you know, you can get this. Chris and I kind of have that conversation about the podcast, you know, because it's daily, <laughs> yeah, daily, hourly. Um, it's just so important, like you're saying, like yes, you know, give space to your emotions, to your fears, to your anxiety, yeah. or whatever. But you do need that either, you know, do it yourself or have a person that's a really close person. Do you say, like, you know what? Okay, let's just take a deep breath. And let's just make the decision that this is going yeah. to be fantastic. And you know what? Even if it isn't, it's still going to be good. Uh, you know, yeah. like it's, just, it's, it's an incredible, um, you just have to be in the moment to even realize that you're having those thoughts. That's where yeah. I think the train gets away from you. Um, there are so many things we want to talk to you about. I just don't want to, there's something I want to say to Chris. You mentioned um, the Freemasons and I know she's itching. Yes. She's, she's scratching her nails into the desk like, when are we going to talk about the Freemasons? And she'll explain why. <laughs> no, I'm not because I will get to it at some point because we actually, I had done an episode on Freemasons a few weeks back. Oh, yeah. sweet. I yeah. missed it. Well, I missed it. Well, you'll have to go back uh, and I'll look it up. But, um, and I know you can't say a lot um, because I learned that it's a, I, we all knew it was a secret society. So we, what we can't learn is like what your rituals and ceremonies are. And I understand that, but can you give us some insight to see if it meshes up with what I reported on it? <laughs> what exactly are the Freemasons? And I assume your father was a Freemason. So short answer is no. <laughs> no. And, uh, look, no, my, my, I, as far as I know, I'm the first, uh, Freemason in my family. My, my papa, my grandfather was a, uh, Knights of Columbus. He was a commander. Oh, okay. yeah. Um, and I saw him, I think it was, I think it was my sister's wedding. And I just, just got raised master Mason. Yeah. <laughs> and my, my father was like, all right, what's, and, and pop up was like, Hey, that's a great organization. Good for you. Proud of you. Wow. Stuff like that. But, um, no, we're not a secret society. We're just a society with secrets. 
Exactly. That's why I called the episode. We're the uh, we're the we're the world's largest and oldest fraternal organization. Wow. You know, we do a lot of philanthropy. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Um, as I sit here in, in my Florida home, I can tell you I'm not part of the Illuminati. I don't have a hundred million dollars laying in the bank. Uh, <laughs> I'd still talk to you if I did. Yeah. But, <laughs> uh, that. It's, it's like anything else. There's a lot of misconceptions. It it yeah. it kind of burns me at times because there's different TikTok channels, and um, you know I I kind of come across them at times, and and I'll throw in my two cents and then I'll back away because I don't care that much. You know, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. Yeah. I'm not a real political guy. I mean, I've got my political opinions and my cats know my opinion. <laughs> and when I'm wrong, my cats let me know. And oh yeah. When they, agree, when they agree, they let me know. But no, it's a, it's a great organization. I came across uh, one time in my life in my twenties, I had three car accidents back to back. Bang, bang, bang. Oh, three cars oh, my God. within a year and a half. Bang, bang, bang. So Dr. Katafi was my chiropractor. A uh, very successful guy in North Arlington, New Jersey, if I remember correctly. And behind his beautiful Italian wood desk, he had the square on compass. So I'm talking to him and I notice it. And they go, well, what does that represent? Oh, it's a sign of a mason. And we just kept on. So as we built a relationship, I kept on asking questions. And I said, well, how do you become one? He goes, you interested in becoming one? Yeah. Boom. Wow. And I was fortunate enough. I worked uh, in Cope Snow for Lodge, Kearney, New Jersey. And it was a old, old traditional lodge where I learned mm-hmm. a lot. Wow. I learned a nice. lot. I went through the officer's chairs and worked my way all the way up. So it was awesome. a lot of fun. Wow. It was a lot of fun. It definitely helped me. Not that I ever had a shell to get mm-hmm. out of or was shy, but it definitely helped me with different aspects of life. Yeah. Makes sense. And it's all I'm going to say about that. Well, everything, yeah, adds, yeah. everything adds to to life. You know, the more you do, the more you get out of your shell. I don't suppose you'll want to tell us what the G stands for. God. <laughs> stands for God. It does actually stand for, because out there. God or, and or geometry. Or geometry. Thank you. Or, okay. or, or a higher being. Right. Wow. That's coming well, we know we, not, we do know that it's not a religious fraternity. You have to believe in a higher being, but it's not. You need to believe in something higher than yourself, bigger than right. yourself. I mean, there there are Muslim Freemasons. There mm-hmm. are no, as far as I know, uh, atheist Freemasons because mm-hmm. you've got to believe in something higher than yourself, right. something bigger right. than yourself. And that's, mm-hmm. you know, that goes down a whole nother rabbit yeah. hole, which yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. another show. Yeah. But um, yeah. So if you have any specific questions, I'll try best to not. Well, I'm t- I, I know we're not supposed to, and I respect that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be nudging in, but I just kind of, you know, a little feeling around and everything you've said matches up to what I reported. So that's good. I, Chris, <laughs> I'm so proud of you. You did that uh, episode on a whim and you nailed it. Amazing. <laughs> uh, we, have your, we have your phone number. Unfortunately, you gave it to us. Uh, so, uh, you know, I'm going to have to share it with Chris. So I can't be held responsible for any like late night. Like, And so what does the <laughs> mean? So, I mean, it, it's based on the teachings of King Solomon. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, and if you that, look at I didn't have. If you look at the traditional lodge room and and everything else, it's emblematical of the uh, of the throne room of King Solomon. Very cool, you know, okay. and in the wisdom of King Solomon and his architect Hiram Abiff. Okay, so, that's our next episode. <laughs> and the biblical story behind all that. Wow. Now, is it is it true Catholics are still not allowed to? Well, the Catholic Church will not allow. Um, so my my father brought that up, and apparently with the um, 
I'm going to screw this up. So let me apologize up front. That's okay. Apparently with the Cardinal, with the College of Cardinals from 1960, something, something, um, you couldn't do it. Now that comes down to politics because if you trace things back, and this is all common knowledge, it's in many books. I'm not talking mm-hmm. out of school. You had the Knights Templars and the Knights Hospitallers, the modern day Freemasons, the modern day Knights of Columbus. The Hospitallers were the doctors and nurses at the time. The Templars, the Crusaders, were the soldiers. Right. Okay. And if you know the story of Jacques de Molay, de Molay, the youth organization, Jacques de Molay was the last commander um, of of the Knights Templars. Uh, Pope Clement, let me see if I get my history right. Pope it's better than ours, that's for sure. Yep. <laughs> well, Chris, check me, Chris. If I'm if I'm getting, I'll do my best. But <laughs> Pope Clement was a puppet pope of the French king, and the French king was in debt, and the, the Templars were the bankers of the time. And I, I'm I don't want to screw this up because this is be out there forever. We've been screwing yeah. up for a year, Dennis. So we, we've been screwing up. <laughs> so go for it. Yeah. No, I'm kidding, I'm yeah. You know, so, so, so the Pope being, being you know, puppet and politics and stuff like that, he the, uh, the King of France convinced the Pope to disband the, the Templars because they said they were doing sacrilegious things, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So they basically had them all slaughtered. And Jacques wow. de Molay, the last Knight Templar commander, wouldn't wow. give up, you know, where the other knights were. So mm-hmm. he's at stake on Friday the 13th. Wow. Us, Friday the 13th. Uh, boom. Chris, my brain is exploding. And Chris, please do your research. Check me on all that. And if I I'm am wrong, going to now. A, oh. scintilla, a scintilla off, let me know. Because I, uh-huh. I got I to keep my stuff straight. But I was uh, I was a uh, chapter dad of a DMLA chapter. Okay. Oh, wow. Uh, that's cool. Essex County, New Jersey. Wow. And I, I got, the, uh, so got the Knight's Cross for being. That, oh um, wow that's cool look at yeah. you i honestly like i actually i i was up for an audition sorry to cut you off that no no no. sorry i had an audition for masonic masterpieces which Ooh. i really wanted and then COVID struck oh. and, and i i look at it like like laura linney right masterpiece theater yeah. i am and i had to prove my my worthiness and prove that what i was and I was this close to getting, it, and then COVID hit, and I haven't heard since. It oh, come on! Might come up again. Like, Maybe something yeah. better. Oh. If ever I wanted a job in my life, I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh, wow. so many COVID. <laughs> I know, but I do believe that if it's meant to happen it'll happen something maybe even something better will will come up so that's amazing i'm just having such a hard time getting my head around like how multi-dimensional you are it's um (laughs) no it's super chris and i were we were preparing for this um you don't understand how many phases we went multi-dimensional I'm waiting for a shoe to fly across the room. Okay. Multi could just be two, okay? So let's just not get kids. settled the hell down, okay? Well, when the voices when the voices kick in, I have to suppress <laughs> six, seven voices. But that's you know, I digress. Yeah, no, that oh, it's it's just so exciting. Thanks so much for being. But I do want to jump into if uh, if you both agree, um, method acting. Sure. Um, just maybe why. Why did that appeal to you? Or did it just sort of come about? It, that's just your style. It just turned out to be your thing. 
I think there's different ways. But I guess Dennis could answer that. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I can't speak for Mr. Pacino. He's a method actor. I can't speak for Heath Ledger, rest in mm, peace. I can't mm. speak for Robin Williams. I can't speak for mm. uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. That's I can't right. speak for Joaquin Phoenix. That's right, yeah. I read a script and uh, I can emote. Mm, that well, that's something incredible, that's though. Skill. That's, you know, do you find that it can I, it can overtake you if you're in a role for, yeah. like making a full movie? Do you find that it spills over into your home life? Do you bring it home with you? Is that because I think I've read before, like with Heath Ledger yeah. and people like that's yeah. they feel that that yeah, could you be. Gotta, you got to learn how to detach from it. My mm. my vice is the gym mm, mm-hmm. or yeah. working out, yeah. and I've learned how to work that through because I'll come home, you know, from a, an arduous scene, an arduous shoot two o'clock in the morning. And I'm just like, yeah, it up. Mm, yeah. So got to hit the gym, got to go run, got to swim, yeah. got to do something physical, mm-hmm. change my physicality. Yeah. I didn't know that. Now, you know, I'm a lightweight. I'm a two beer guy, yeah. maybe two mm-hmm. scotch, maybe two glass of wine. I'm a, I'm a cheap date. Oh. So I don't have any issues like that. Thank God. Right. Yeah. Thank God. But I know what I need to do. I need to do something. If you look at, I've got a, I've got a bunch of things out there. Face of PTSD. I think that that's mm-hmm. on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, now I, I volunteer to do stuff for veterans. I think I, I did three projects last year and a face of PTSD was really interesting because I'm, I'm, I'm depicting the executive producer's life story. Mm-hmm. He, he made the mistake. <laughs> Take that back. He had the creative gumption come to me at break <laughs> and say, uh, you, you know, you're, you're doing great, but you're too much of a hard ass. Oh. I go, what do you mean? Is that, he goes, yeah, but but by this time I'm crying, I'm a mess, I'm all over the place. I go, oh, you want me to cry? <laughs> and he's like, you can cry now. Mind you, we had a young director, which is hysterical. And the kid's listening in, and the kid starts laughing because he's seen my work. And he goes, Dennis, here's the thing: I'm talking to my psychiatrist now in face of PTSD, mm-hmm. and I'm building up, building. He goes, I'm going to give you a second action, and then I want you to go there. Oh, Just. Gosh. Way, you know, oh. and I'm looking at him and I'm building up, building up. He goes, second action. And I just went oh, snotting, crying, shaking. Oh, wow. <laughs> the whole night. I, I look in the corner of the room, I see the executive producer, he's crying. Oh, oh God. So internally, I'm going, yes. Exactly. You know, I've oh. I've just been able to feel em- em- empathetic to the role, to the character. Yeah. Um, and just go there. That's an amazing um, skill. That's- it is. And I wanted to dig into that a bit, if you don't mind, because I um, we did an episode on crying. It was my turn to present. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned to you that Chris and I surprise each other. We alternate each week and we surprise each other with our topics. So that's why our conversations end up being... Yeah, it is fun. It's kind of candid and usually, even uh-huh. though it's sometimes serious, it's pretty funny usually. <laughs> and um, so I think was- menopause should be a good one. Honestly, uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think I'll just I'm get not available for that. I, I'm not available for that you know? show. Just <laughs> Is your fiance yeah. episode two with Dennis Mellon? No. <laughs> I'm just gonna, well, Chris will hit record and I'll just start sweating and I'll be like, that's all you need to know, <laughs> and screaming at people. Um, so what I was talking about with um, the crying episode, like tears and, yeah. and why do we cry and is it you know beneficial and all that stuff, is that because I think I've mentioned that I um, I suffer from depression and anxiety, was diagnosed years and years ago. Yeah. And uh, thankfully, I'm 
you know, very functional and all that stuff. Um, but I just think that subconsciously at some point in my life, I made the decision to stop crying. I'm not saying I've never cried, but because I just feel like, I felt like if I start crying, I don't think I'm ever going to stop. Like I Got just it. was afraid to to go there. So I, that's why I think where Chris's question is coming to you from, like, are you ever afraid you're just going to go so deep that you're not going to be able to get yourself like, back out? Mentally get yourself out. You can go yeah. to the gym, but it seems like he's yeah, you seem like working on yourself as a person for a long time. So you know, it it you know, with the examples I just gave you, unfortunately, yeah. it is what it is. But yeah. no, I've been able to uh, you know get myself out of it. Yeah, you know, yeah. I can go there like like. We, we did a season of Daddy We're Back, and I did a lot during the pandemic. It was crazy how much work I had. Wow. And we yeah. shot a full season of Daddy We're Back, and we would do a table read on Zoom or, you know, remotely. Mm-hmm. And the girls wrote so well, um, oh. Angela and Valencia, that they want they wanted me to remote. So every other, every, you know, ch- you know scene one, episode one, everything's la, 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 la. Yeah. Episode two, it's dramatic episode three is so they i would go there even on the table read because certain words certain things would just hit me in the heart now i've never trained for that yeah Um, i've never i've never read a book on that as i said to you earlier chris i don't want somebody to ruin my instrument right if you go to youtube you know mr pacino i think he went to the new york academy Mm -hmm. he's all about it he's a method actor um, not that I even scratch the surface with him and at his level. Uh, but I think a lot of it is just nature and how you bring things up with great people. I didn't have a chance to go through my process. <laughs> That's oh, true. You, sure you, didn't you didn't have a I chance had, to finish your coffee. So you I, just had to go life out. with uh, life skills, with uh, yeah. life experiences, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I had 12 hours to get home, uh, sleep, wake up and go. Wow. So I had, didn't read the script, didn't, wasn't able to break it down. And I think we did pretty good for, you know, what, uh, what I was able to do. There's a movie chances of that that's out there. It's a Christian short, which is very, very dark. Oh. Very, very dark. If you saw the picture, I've got a scar over my oh. eye. It's, it's, it's floating around there somewhere. Okay. Check yeah. it out. Yeah. And okay. You see a dark, dark side. I, I played a uh, a seventy year old man with dementia for uh, a good friend of mine, Rennell Golden, mm-hmm. four or five six years ago. I forget exactly. And we we're blocking the scene. We we're setting up the scene. You know, uh, rehearsing the scene. And I give you one hundred fifty percent if it's mm-hmm. a rehearsal. It, I, yep. just, I just give it to you. So <laughs> I, I'm made up. I look like I'm seventy, and I got dementia. I'm thinking about my my wife. Blah blah blah. And I just go there. Oh. In comes the makeup artist first, and she's crying. Oh, I'm like, no. I'm like what's the matter? She goes, oh, you, you're so amazing. <laughs> like, this is what I need to cry. She's cleaning me up. I'm snotty. I'm all, she's cleaning oh. me up, crying. In oh. comes the DP, director of photography, cameraman. He's crying. In comes the director. The director's like, could, could, could you do that again? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, finish I, me I, off completely. Yeah, I, I can't give you twenty takes. I can give you a, a few like that. Okay, mm-hmm. and it was just really cool. And um, with face the PTSD, the director just worked with. Um, oh my gosh, what's the actor's name? An A-lister, and he goes, "Man, um, 
Frank Grillo. He just oh. worked with Frank Grillo, which I've never met Frank, nor have I worked with him yet. Mm-hmm. And he goes, man, he goes, you're a better actor than Frank Grillo. I'm like, what? I go, well, why? He goes, well, you're a badass, but you can also emote. Wow. He goes, Frank can't emote. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, okay. Well, thank you. I, you know, I appreciate that. That's a, you know, take a compliment. Yeah. Compliment. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Just just stuff like that. So, you know, I, I think it's more instinctive. Mm -hmm. Um, No, I didn't have a dark childhood. My father didn't didn't, uh, handcuff me to the, uh, to the radiator. They didn't beat me on a daily basis. We only do that in Canada. Sometimes we deserved it, but it's okay. (laughs) Weekly, not daily. (laughs) I had a middle-class existence, you know, yeah. I never really wanted for much. I mean, never really pushed myself too hard. Here we are. Yeah. It's incredible. Can I ask you? I'm sorry. Yeah. No, no, yeah. go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. So in high school, you were very athletic. You joined all the... Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. you were in a... You were in yeah. sports. How's that? <laughs> I, I wasn't, you know, I was I was middle of the road. Yeah. You know, I, I liked what I did. Um, no, I wasn't, I wasn't Joe Jock. But yeah. it wasn't Joe Nerd either, if if that makes yeah. any sense at all. It does, but you never joined anything like the drama club or the theater group or the no, group. It's incredible. It didn't interest you at all? Huh? No, I didn't no. do any of that. No, I, I was on I was on the rowing team. Uh we had a pretty successful rowing team. I played ice hockey. Um, you know, I played street ball with, with mm-hmm. the guys. Mm-hmm. But and nothing to do with acting. Nothing to do with acting, which is funny. So I'm in Florida now for nine years and a, a buddy of mine from high school. Uh, John Clark was in the drama club, was in this mm. stuff, was in that stuff. And, and we got together once. He goes, I'm really mad at you. I go, all right, well, hey, sorry, bro. What's up? He goes, you've been down here a short period of time and you're working with everybody, all my friends, you're working all the time. Oh. And you just picked this up. You know, you didn't do this in high school. Yeah. I'm like, I'm yeah. like sorry? <laughs> sorry, not sorry. I mean, you know, what do you want me to do? It's just yeah. life's path. It is what it is, you know? I think it's it's just so incredible. And it's just another testament to how you just never know. You can't choose a profession at 17 or whatever it is. But I think that with you, it has to do with like your willingness to just be open, to take a leap, to like be yeah. vulnerable, explore. To, to explore. Yeah. And yeah. so many of us are afraid of that. It's again, it's a little bit um, like you are really inspiring us for this podcast, which is why I keep, you know, certainly, honestly, like Chris and I have been outside of our comfort zone for 365 days. We have beautiful. lived. Yeah. And beautiful. this beautiful thing has come. We're, 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 you know, sort of, we're scared and we're anxious and, you know, we're questioning our, 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 our what's it called decisions, but oh. I've never, we've never felt more alive, you That's know? It. It is. And I don't really believe that there are mistakes. Like we were talking about a few things. We were like, you know what? At least we'll know two more things than we knew yesterday if we go down this road. You're right. They're experiences and, and you're, you're the culmination of of your experiences. And exactly, you know, that's, that's what life is. I mean, life is like an elastic band. Once it's stretched out, it'll never go back. That's right. My, My mother, um, is the entrepreneur mm. of the family. She had a bridal consultancy at one time and we had a, um, like a, uh, like a, a show, a bridal show, which wow. stage for models and stuff like that. God. And she literally, everyone's there and she throws me in the microphone and she goes, get to it. Oh. I go, what do you want me to say? She goes, just get the show started. So I get on, I get on the stage. I'm like, hello. And thank you for coming. And I <laughs> how, am how old are you? Sorry to interrupt. How old? 18. Okay. I was picturing you at seven. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine? Oh my gosh. No, but that's, you know, 
when you're when you have an opportunity and you're baptized by fire, yes. again, you make a decision right then and there. Yeah. Like I did with the Broadway show, mm-hmm. like I did with great people, like right. I've done with other things. I did turn down one movie recently. Now I work a lot because I never say no. But mm-hmm. <laughs> now the word but means negates everything I just said. Exactly. I but turned, the- <laughs> I turned something down about a year ago. I get a call from a friend of mine who's referred by a friend that likes me, yada yada. Dennis, we want to offer you a lead role. Sure. What you got? Tell me about it. Well you play you playing a Catholic bishop. Sure. I got the collar. Done. I can do Way that. To go. Yep. Lots well, of guilt. So, you know. <laughs> oh, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're a Catholic priest? Catholic it's, bishop. So, I'm, I'm Catholic. So, <laughs> having a feeling I kind of know what this movie's about or am I way off? <laughs> no? Okay. I'm way off. Never mind. Dennis, you need to do an exorcism. <gasps> oh. Hmm. You need to do the exorcism in Latin. No, oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, nah, you know, I appreciate that. No, man, I, I'm I'm not your guy. I love you. I appreciate you. Oh my god. So again, within that nanosecond, my reticular activation system, my RAS said, help not only no. Yeah. Oh no. No, no, no. no. <laughs> because I'm thinking I, I do something in Latin. You're not gonna have a linguistic around. Right, I'm gonna yeah. open a whoop ass of myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to open up. I'm going to do something in Latin, not understanding what the heck I'm saying, and open up a can of whoop ass myself. Fast forward, Russell Crowe has a movie out. Oh. Movie regarding, he's the Pope's exorcist. Oh, my so God. He, he's a cardinal. I, I'm getting chills. He's Here's Russell Crowe again. Russell Crowe. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. And I'm like, what did I pass on? I'm like, what did I do? I'm like, ah, that's all right. I'm sure it wasn't the same. I'm sure it wasn't the same. <laughs> hey, you know, hey, hindsight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's a reason I, for yeah. everything. There's a reason for everything. You know? That's right. That's I right. hate to rub salt in the wound, but I think you would have pulled it off. Like, you're just that kind of guy. You would have made it work. We wouldn't have known what the hell you were talking about. About? Totally would have believed you. About? I, I, here's, I wouldn't have known what the hell I'm talking about. Yeah. Which is what <laughs> scares me. Certain yeah. things shouldn't be screwed with. My yeah. opinion, and that, yeah. that's that's as far as I'm going with that. But that's yeah. certain things you just I don't, I. It's whatever. instinct. You just something. Yeah. There was a resounding no in you, and that's what you listened to, and it might have opened up a door to something else. But since we're talking about some of your roles, in fact, what you just said about have you ever turned down a role was a, qu- a question that Chris came up with, so you answered that. Um, hey. <laughs> tell us what do you want? What are you interested in promoting right now? What are you promoting? What do you want our listeners to go and get? Sure. Well, I, I love for everybody to go see great people. Great people. Okay. Great Chris people. has done that. <laughs> G-R-A-Y people. Yeah. Uh, Romilla Blade. I love him so much. He's oh. the modern day Mel Brooks. Wouldn't you agree, Chris? Yes, I would agree I mean, with that. That was just. I mean, I, I say that. You know, with- can I just say, I write a review and I think this sums it up perfectly. It, it will become a cult classic. <laughs> I think that's. I, I, in, a, I, in a good way. My like- kids were, they're teens. You know, they're not little kids, they're teens. And they just, they loved it. Well, please go to Rotten Tomatoes and give us a review and let oh, us know. That will do. Now, great people, it's on plex.tv, P-L-E-X.tv. Okay. And back to Romello, every other day he's coming out and it's on a new platform. It, it's basically wow. global. Wow. From, from my last conversation with him, his last uh, last uh, Facebook post, it's, it's heading up a festival in oh. India. 
Oh, wow. Oh, India has a our, huge film industry. Hollywood. It's incredible. Bollywood, my God. And one of our actors is from the same town in India where the movie's showing. Oh, wow. So, oh, oh, wow. Fortuitous mm-hmm. as it is. Yes. You never know. You never know. My, my mentality has always been if you throw enough stuff against the wall. Mm, kind of stick. You know, exactly. so please go see great people. But more importantly, go to Rotten Tomatoes because rumor has it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's already written great people too. Oh, okay. Now, don't give away, Chris, what happens at the end. Okay. I'm not going to. I'm. I'm just saying. It, you know, we watched okay. it. We all think it's going to become a cult classic, and that's all I'm going to say because you have to you watch. Gotta it. Get through, you got to get through my iconic scene. <laughs> yes. But once you get through that, watch the rest of the movie. And uh, it, I, I, I think I was part of the. He he allowed us to be part of the editing process. Like you would have clips and send it to us. What do you think? I go, oh my God, I love it. No, I'm not technical. So mm-hmm. I don't know if it sounds off the coloration. I'm not that guy. Yep. Yeah. 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 You, so, you like what you, you know what you like when you see it. I, I, I like seeing this, but um, I've got Unlawful Duties, which is on Amazon Prime, which surpassed oh. 1 million views. <gasps> That's I'll have to amazing. check that one out. Yeah. You know, what I want to see, I want to see Killer Miller. Mm. Okay. Yeah, that, I can't. Is, is that called Killer Miller, or is it Tales from the? So, so there's basically two movies. I've done two westerns. Okay. Killer Miller. I've I've had the lead role in both. R.J. Hendricks, writer, producer, uh, director, did Killer Miller, which I uh, you saw the pictures. I've got mm-hmm. long hair. Mm-hmm. I basically mm-hmm. six months to grow it out. Had a big beard. Learned wow. how to ride a horse. Wow. So it, it's funny when I auditioned for that, I didn't know it was like an 1800s western. I thought it might have been. You know, Blade Runner 2500, whatever. I don't oh, know. Okay, yeah. So I did the audition for him and I did it in my Dennis Mallon deep voice. <laughs> I even said in my slate, I go, I don't know if it's this or that. Well, he liked the tenor of my voice and, and, yeah. and he cast me. So he calls me up. He goes, you know, you know how to ride a horse, right? Yes, sir. Yes, I do. Sure, I do. <laughs> and speak Latin. Yeah, I, I can speak Latin while riding a horse. You got it. And I, and I go, well, when are you looking to shoot? Oh, in about six months. I'm like, yes. <laughs> what did I do the same day? I put the horse lesson. Oh and, my I, God. and then I learned and I learned. So that's that's what you do. Tales of the Old West. I, I believe the stuff's up on YouTube. I I don't yeah. know. Please check it out. Yeah. I'm really proud of that work. Oh. Um, I did a Super Bowl commercial this year. I saw it. So Incredible. that's so to tie back the culinary school, I wanted to make that tie. Right, for you. right, right. Yeah. So, you know, I was in the culinary field for a short period of time. Now I'm a foodie. I love to cook. I love to eat. I love, I'm a gastronomist. I love everything about food. Okay. Mm-hmm. I cook for friends. I cook for Leanne. I cook for myself. Wow. I just love to cook. Um, I get a call from an agent of mine, Susan Applegate from Miami, and I love her dearly. She goes, Dennis, you have chef on your resume. Are you a chef? Yes or no? <laughs> yes, Susan, I'm a chef. Good. Do you cook? Yes, Susan, I can cook. Good. You need to come down here right now for a for a uh, for an audition. Wear a chef coat. Bring you knives. You need need you need to mince an onion. Okay, great. I'm thinking. Oh my god, I got to go sharpen my knives. Got to go. So I'm, I'm playing and practicing. Blah blah blah. I show up and I've got a black chef coat on, bring my knives, bring an onion. And the casting director is just talking to me as I'm, as I'm cutting the onions. Like, yes, how you doing? It was world cup soccer time. I'm like, yeah, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Got the part. <laughs> God, uh, anyway, 
I get a call from Susan again. She goes, Dennis, you're on hold for Remy Martin. Now, on hold means you've auditioned. They've seen you. They like you. They want you. They're locking you in. Yep. I go, I go who? Remy Martin. I go, I didn't audition. Dennis, you're on hold. <laughs> okay, I'm on hold for Remy Martin. You got it. Okay, till we win. You got a 5 a.m. call time. Da, 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 da. Okay. I get there at 4 o'clock. That's my mm-hmm. that's my. Shit. I'm always early. Wow. Uh, Serena Williams. What? Was in the yep. commercial. That's yep. right. I read that. Yep. You've no, seen it. I didn't oh, know. Didn't know Serena was in it. Oh my, uh, my scene started at 6 a.m. We got done at 9. And then you go sleep in your trailer. And a friend of mine said, do you know who's coming? I'm like, no idea. Who's coming? Serena. I go, Serena. Serena Williams. What? Oh. What a sweetheart. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. A beautiful woman. Classy. Yeah. I wouldn't mess with her physically. Not a good idea. But the opening scene, I'm like this close to her. Wow. I'm leaning in. You yeah. see my, you see in the opening frame, and she's doing a uh, an Al Pacino monologue wow. from any given Sunday. And mm. between takes, I'm like Miss Williams, you just you just <gasps> you're just amazing. She goes, my name's Serena. I go, oh. thank you, Miss Williams. <laughs> <laughs> As I walk away, because as she looks, she gives me a look like she's gonna backhand me, you know. <laughs> My, my name's Serena. Thank you, Miss Williams. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's you've got to, you know, uh, you, you don't go gaga over celebrities. Mm-hmm. I I learned that early on. You just yeah. you act like you belong there. Yeah. You act like you belong there, and that's the bottom line. That's you know, so working cute. in Manhattan, working in Manhattan, you see people walk by you every day. You're not mm-hmm. going to stop them. They're human beings mm-hmm. like you and I. Maybe their pants are a lot more expensive. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> But you just you just act cool. You just wow. act like you belong there, and that's you know my my second movie back in the day was uh, Woody Allen Celebrity. Wow. Now I've only gone to one cattle call my entire life, so it was for that it was me and like a hundred thousand other guys and gals. Okay. And I stepped in front of Woody, and that's when he married his daughter oh, or wife. Yeah. I, I I none of my business. Yeah. Um, but there's Woody, and his hair his hair was perfectly askew, and his right eye was bloodshot and so they said don't say anything just step in front of him so you step in front of him you smile he looks at your head he looks up he gawks at you he puts his head down to write something you move on so i said thank you sir and he looked up again and i thought i'm done i didn't care we got cast in it so i had uh, charlie's theron right next to kenneth branow and a bunch of Victoria's Secret models, which is oh, that was a bummer, funny. huh? <laughs> it, it, it was, that's a tough dude for me, but it, it was just fun. It was just a fun time. Yeah. But you got it, you know. Oh my God, that there's King Lear. Oh my God, there's sure. You just got to be cool. Yeah. Wow. You're respectful. You're cool. Yeah. With Devil's Advocate, my first, first everything, Keanu Reeves, Al Pacino, Craig T. Nelson. I got picked out to be a. Uh, to be an extra in this one scene. In the court, now, courtroom, in the, right? Or something. The courtroom scene. Yeah, now, yeah. Taylor Hackford was the director. And um, he goes, action, cut, you and you out. Two extras next to me, he kicked out. Now, here's a lesson learned. You have to have an intention. My intention, now this mm-hmm. is my first SAG mm-hmm. feature. Mm-hmm. I'm in a courtroom with the biggest with, with the biggest trial of the century. It's a murder trial. Right. Wow. Who am I? Quickly, who am I? Okay, I'm a young attorney. Uh, I'm learning. I'm intrigued, and mm-hmm. I acted as if I'm intrigued, like you know, you know, leaning in. Yeah, like that. My blood pressure went straight up. <laughs> oh. I looked over my shoulder, Mr. Pacino. He goes, 
you're fine, son. Oh, God. You know, the voice of God. Thank you, sir. I look up. Keanu turns around. I smile. He smiles. And I'm like, what just happened? What is <laughs> oh going on here? This is surreal. So. Do you enjoy movies? Do you enjoy adult beverages? Do you enjoy conversations that could go off the rails at any second? If you said yes to any of these questions, then you should check out the Films and Fermentation podcast. I'm Leo. I'm Kevin. I'm Mike. We're just three friends. Who like to talk shit about movies. While getting shit-faced. So join us every week as we discuss interesting movie topics like best ensemble films, most paused moments in cinema, and the occasional movie review, plus so much more. When you add drinking, you have no idea where this conversation could go. So find us on Spotify, Apple Pods, Good Pods, YouTube, or wherever you go to listen to your favorite shows. You could also visit linktree.com slash films and fermentation to find all of our social media and podcast links. We'll be waiting for you to join us weekly at the crossroads between pickled and fermented. Cheers. Cheers. It's incredible. I love what you said about intention, like whether you're doing something big or small, yeah. always yeah. own what you're doing. Yeah. Be fully, you know, um, encompass or whatever that, that whatever you're doing. So this yeah. was one of our other questions. There's other stuff we want to talk about, but since we're on the topic, um, Chris, do you want yes. to convey the message from, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's you asking this question under the guise of your teenage children, but okay, go on. Well, there's a lot Shame of questions to be. There were a lot of questions before this, but now that you've put my poor children in front, into this, I would never you know, do that. I, I, I do have right of refusal, right? I do have right, right. <laughs> yeah. It's deep, Dennis. It's a, it's a deep, deep question. So for, <sighs> we all heard you were in Jumanji. I got to take a sip. Hang on. Okay. Yeah. Actually, that's, that's a good idea. What are you drinking? Coffee? Um, sure. <laughs> Well, that's what we call it in Canada. Yeah. Sure. So nice. again, I would never do this, but Deb forced me into it. You know, the kids all read that you had been in Jumanji. Yeah. Um, and of course, you know, they're not sure what scene you were in. And more, you know, under their question was, did you ever meet The Rock or Kevin Hart? Answer is yes. Short answer is yes. And I don't think I, I made it to the final edit. Oh, okay. But sure. Oh, yeah. but still the experience just getting there is incredible. The editing gods give and the editing editing gods take. Take us away. Yes. <laughs> but, exactly. Uh, Kevin Hart, sweetheart. I'm six one. He's gotta be four foot nothing. <laughs> but uh sweetheart of a guy, the rock. Um, you know, again, you say hi, hey, I really appreciate your work. Wow. You know, you don't go gaga, you don't say, Can no. I get a, can I get a selfie? Can yeah. I, can I, right. I get a selfie? Right. Yeah. You just you just you know, again, you belong there. So yeah, but, uh, cool people. Okay. Really Chris, cool people. Chris no, note to selves: just remember when we get you know famous, we just have to act cool. Okay, that's right. it. Don't <laughs> I know I can't. It's just you that we have to worry about. Don't, 
of course, look, Ulysses, obviously you're not obnoxious, you're not pretentious. Uh, you know, Keanu Reeves is one of the sweetest guys in yeah. the sweetest guys in the business. I've heard you know, so much uh, about him. The, the, the Rock, John Cena. They're just yeah. sweethearts. I think John Cena just did um, a record-setting Make-A-Wish visits or something. Oh, like that. Uh, yeah, I saw that. It's the most that oh. any celebrity has ever done. I mean, that's just amazing. Yeah. God bless yeah, him. Thank God. God. Yeah. I, I have a question. Um, yeah. I just, I feel like you it's like you live a different reality every day having to get into all these different roles so i guess my question is would you yeah. rather constantly sort of be taking on different roles and like developing different characters or would you like to maybe be on like a series like have the same role and just get deeper and deeper into that particular character maybe yes, if they're yes. not part of me yes, yes and yes yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> happy with either way huh you know, I, you know, do, do, do you want the Oscar? Do you want the money? The answer is yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, that's, <laughs> yeah. You know, no, would, would, I, would I love to, to do an episodic where there's meat to it and I can dig in it and yeah. develop as we go over season to season? I'm casting the Italians, which right. we haven't even, which we're still in pre production, but Zach Dieppe, writer, producer, director, uh, says he's got enough material for seven seasons. Oh wow! And, oh, God, wow! And and my role is pretty integral to the uh, to the entire plot. It's just, I just spoke to him about two weeks ago. Wow! Um, and I, I'm ready to go whenever he is. So yeah. it's it's a role. I'm playing the. I don't want to screw this up. Playing the assistant director mm-hmm. of Homeland Security for New York City. Oh wow! Wow! I am the most corrupt politician oh. New York City has ever seen. I'm in cahoots oh, with the mafia, it. with the Lacusa, oh with every organized crime organization. Oh, that in sounds the world. so fun! <laughs> yeah, I want to watch that now. I want to do it now. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Hurry up! Been two years pre-production. I'm like, come on, I'm ready. Yeah. Um, we're gonna we're gonna go New York, Miami, Paris, Dubai. Wow. Oh. And I'm like, dude, I'm like Zach, bro. Come on, oh. I'm ready. Today, oh my come on, yeah, it's gonna be amazing. So, so if you had to play any role, what would like your dream role be, or who would you want to like play opposite? You know, who's your dream? Yeah. Uh, oh, I'd love to play opposite directly, Mr. Pacino. Yeah, yeah. I've been I've been fortunate enough to be in three three of his yeah. movies: Devil's Advocate, Scent of a Woman, and The Irishman. Oof. I, I I'd love to be mono a mono, just do a one on one scene, just do one scene. Whether it's opening up a car door for him or mm. you know just whatever, just be wow. uh, just, just do that. I I did. I usually declare on different podcasts that I'm on that I am the next Mandalorian. Mm. <laughs> All right. And, and the follow-up question is: Really, you casting it? Well, not yet. No, but but I am. <laughs> well, you know, if you, you know. think it long enough, you will become yeah, exactly. You got to put it out there in the universe. Now, truth yeah. be told, I did have an audition for House of the Dragon. Oh, mm. see. Okay. Wow. I did that. Now I'm obviously not a Targaryen. I'm a little darker, <laughs> but, but the auditions are getting bigger and bigger. I lost a role to, uh, uh, I hope I don't screw up the gentleman's name, Arnold, uh, Zolal, okay. uh, or something like that. He was the mummy and he, and he was literally the mummy in the movie, the mummy. Im- oh. oh, okay. Oh. And you lost it out. To Which, t- wow. You were that close, huh? Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. So, so you know uh, what I mean? We're getting yes. there. Yeah. It's exactly oh. what you said. Like, you, if you keep throwing stuff, I don't know exactly how you say it. You keep throwing stuff at the wall or, or whatever. Something's going to stick. Um, yeah. it, it's And I don't – and I've, Chris and I have talked about this too. It's like I, I, it's that one person 
or that yeah. one role or that one, you know, serendipity moment where you happen to be at the coffee machine at the same time as someone. Like, I totally believe in that sort of thing. And that's why you just keep going. And, and yeah. that's what you're doing. And here's the thing. And I, I rationalize that with myself. How can there be 1 million views of unlawful duties? How can there be 100,000 views of Killer Miller mm-hmm. and not one person of influence? Right. That's right. Exactly. I, if you go to my YouTube, I, I had to keep my YouTube page organized because I've got mm. a ton. You go to my IMDb, I got a ton. Yeah. And you cannot tell me one person, a half a person of influence mm-hmm. hasn't seen my work. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Mm-hmm. I got a call the other night uh, at 1030 at night from a New York City producer. Wow. You know, I, I saw your work. Da, da, da. It just, you know, again, the yeah. subtle. I love it. I did lose a role recently, a lead role, but I, I I did a, um, I did a a live and I basically said, look, just because someone else's shine, uh, light shines, it doesn't diminish my star. No, exactly. Right. Exactly. My kids were like, oh, he owned that role. I mean, yeah. (laughs) What's that? The great, the great people. Great people. Yeah. Although I did see, I think I told you we saw, um, winning to lose. Yeah. <laughs> All I could picture is—is is that how he enters the gym every morning? <laughs> every morning. Every morning. It's I'll be nauseous. disappointed if you're lying to me. <laughs> Not today. Not this morning. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Right, orange shirt. Yeah, every morning. Woohoo! Yeah. <laughs> What's up with that kid? Yeah, that's um, amazing. Okay, so we've done yeah, a lot of roles. Is there any roles that you kind of regret that you did? None that I'm going to admit or tell you on the air. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> no, I, mean, I don't, you know, there's, there's. I guess not regret, serious. not regret, yeah. but maybe it didn't come out as well as you'd hoped or. You no, know, I, I did have an issue. So with the, um, uh, with the Mad Hatter, mm-hmm. um, I, again, I had an audition. I auditioned for the professor. I auditioned for the lead role, had a great audition, great casting director. And I got cast in it as the orphanage director. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Sign, 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 NDAs, contracts, et cetera, et cetera. I got no script. So I show up on set. I show up early. I'm in in wardrobe and makeup. And one of the mothers says to me, she goes, oh, you're the ped. Oh. I I go, excuse me? What? He goes, yeah, you're playing that role. I go, excuse me? Oh, my God. So I I grabbed, um, um, uh, what's her name? Oh, the The producer. The Miss Delaney, what's Mm -hmm. her first name? Yeah. The director said, look, we need to talk. Yeah. I don't have the sides. I don't have the script. I have no idea what's going on. This is what I just heard in holding. Mm-hmm. What's going on? And they go, specifically, if there's any of this, 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 that, I'm off. I'm, I'm out. Period. Mm-hmm. She explained to me everything that was going on. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. It's doing different vignettes. Being the chief antagonist. Mm-hmm. What is the director's name? I'm going to look it up. Being the chief <laughs> antagonist. Yeah. It's really my role to kind of carve out and create. Oh, okay. But yeah. I, I, that was a first for me that I was like, look, I'm out of here. Yeah. Alarm bells. No. But it worked out. It worked out well. Well, that's good. That, which was what I was afraid. The one where you were going to be the Latin speaking priest. I thought that that's what Again. we were going with it. Kate, Kate Devaney, our director. And okay. I got to tell you, I give her a lot of credit because she doesn't know me from Adam. Mm-hmm. Kate's mm-hmm. from, Kate from LA. And I came on like gangbuster saying, look, Mm. WTF? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm not walking on unless I'm comfortable, and you tell me specifically because 
I've got a mother of a child yeah. that I'm working with. And she said, X, I'm not going to be hooked up or yeah. attached. To but yeah. You don't want to be cast in that. Nobody wants to be. Cast no, that no, no. And, and she explained everything to me and much to her, you know, um, uh, credit. Mm. She totally, I, I felt comfortable with it. Oh, we good. pulled it off and I, we did a great job. I really, that's oh, another good. cult. That's another cult classic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, it, it's funny, Chris. That's another cult classic. Well, I have to go see it now. <laughs> and and I'm I'm fine with being attached to these cult classics. Invite me yeah. to the uh, to to the uh, to the festival in 20 years. I'll yeah. show up. You know? yeah. <laughs> they do last for, uh, forever. So yeah. If I was, we had a question that was kind of like, you know, what kind of review would you like to have written about yourself, or you know, what? But then I thought maybe we could rephrase it and say, if there was one thing that Al Pacino could say to you, what I know it's a toughie. <laughs> what would you love to hear come from his mouth about you? Jeez, wow! Totally putting you on the spot here. Totally on the um, spot. It doesn't have to be um, one sentence, but. Um, <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. I, I can tell you what now if I if I'm blessed to get that scene mm. with Mr. Gino. Mm-hmm. Wow. Getting a little emotional. And he oh. says, hey, he says, hey kid, you got it. Oh. Dennis. I we pray for that for you. In fact, I, I really feel We're like putting that it out there today. We are. Yeah. I really feel like that could happen. Yeah, yeah. wow. Oh, sorry about that. That yeah, that no. was good. It's good. It's good. You got to make us cry. <laughs> Irish, Italian, Brazilian. I'd go over to my grandfather's house from he, he's uh, Italian, excuse me. Oh. And his yeah. wife Brazilian. Mm. Godfather is always on. Of course. Yes. If it's Christmas, if it's you know, Hanukkah, yep. the Godfather was always on. Wow. And, oh, my God, Sonny got killed. Oh, my God. Well, yeah, I got killed last week. Uh-huh. And the week before. <laughs> you know, so stuff like that to find out that my grandfather was a low-level runner for one of the families. Uh-huh. And so Whoa. it was just, yeah, so it was always kind of, you know, we don't discuss it. We don't, you know, not. blah, blah, blah. But, um, you know, that was just interesting, not knowing the correlation. Yeah. But uh, I was asked yesterday, what which one of your favorite movies? Godfather one, two, and three. Oh, yeah. Now we, I, I went to see Godfather three with uh, another couple, and uh, my buddy's girlfriend thought Sofia Coppola dying on the stairs of La Scala was funny. Oh, what? Because, my! <laughs> because her okay. acting was was a bit. They were well, saying it wasn't quite as great. So no, happy she was gone, but. You, we, regardless of the acting or not acting or whatever yeah, you bring yeah. to the table, it's still a dramatic yeah, scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the only one laughing in the theater. And I'm like, what the? That's a lifetime ago, so. Wow, that's fascinating. <laughs> I Chris, remember, what did you want to ask? Yeah. Oh, oh, sorry. A million things. But I, go yeah, I know, I father. know. Yeah. I grew up with it on the TV continually, too. Because VCRs have just come out. Deb had data. <laughs> yeah. We don't discuss that. We had oh, my parents played all it, it was a big thing in Canada, okay? <laughs> <laughs> we don't have I, VHS I had yet. The VHS, I had the VHS, I had the beta, I had the, the Blu-ray, the dot, the dot, the dot. <laughs> you do have okay. laser disc. <laughs> yeah. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember the Atari playing. Oh, God. Playing Pong, whatever. I we, had oh, Pong. Yeah. we had Pong. We had that. And my father wouldn't buy Atari. He had to buy in television because the graphics was so superior. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> it serves you right for making fun of me and my beta. 
Okay. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm um, let's see. I, I know this is totally off topic. It goes back to our earlier conversation because this is kind of what we do. Um, <laughs> I know you're big into self-help books and self-help and development. If mm-hmm. you, I'm, you had kids who were teenagers at one time, what did you give them for advice to, you know, did you have them read certain books? Did you have them, you know, or did you? Oh, just- <laughs> well, first off, I'm going to change your paradigm. It's personal development. Okay. <laughs> it, has, it has a different ring. Now I, I sent my sister my, my list of books that I've read and I'm a prolific reader. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Oh my God, you, you write so many self-help books. What's your problem? <laughs> I've read personal development books. Have you? No, I don't need to read that stuff. Oh, obviously you don't. I love my sister. (laughs) She's the best. So be that as (laughs) recently, I bought my son Think and Grow Rich. Oh, yes. I read that. That is the foundation of any speaker today, Mm. any, any personal help person any author, it all stems from from that. Yeah, it all stems from that. Dale Carnegie, mm. uh, Tony Robbins, Ed Milet. Mm. Everybody has read that book. Now I'm rereading it again for like mm-hmm. the twentieth time. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and I've read any others throughout my career. But if you look at my list, it's pretty eclectic. I've got. I'm looking up in my office. I've got an autographed oh. book club. I've got oh. Ann Rice. I've got wow. uh, Ron and Sana. I've got. Uh, the Rise of Superman. I've got wow. Susan Susan Orleski. I forgot who that is. <laughs> I've got an amazing alien. person. <laughs> I got the Alienist. I got Al Capone does my shirts. Wow. And these just, I've got uh, Gordon Bethune, Jim Cramer, Joe Joe Namath. Just a just eclectic list. Uh, flawless execution of purpose driven life. Wow. Uh, the Raven and the Hawk. Just. Wow. Just, kind of just my autograph. a whole range. <laughs> yeah. Dennis amazing. just read, he just read all these books just by looking at one shelf. I don't think I've read that many books in my entire life. <laughs> With the no, advent of, you know, these little devices yeah. here, we tend not to read as much as we once did. <laughs> we went out to brunch last Sunday. A good friend of mine has a standing table. And, Aww. um, I sat next to this guy and we, he started, you know, I don't like to talk about what I do when, when you're out because, mm. you know, c- civilians either roll yeah. their eyes mm-hmm. or they're just like, you know, yeah, don't want to hear it. That's okay because I don't want, you know, yeah. outside of the forum. So he's like, yeah, so what do you think of the movie Dune? I'm like, oh, my God, I've read every book twice. <laughs> yeah. He goes, really? Me too. So we just started geeking out. And that was wow. and we just <laughs> we, we just into each other and started geeking out on each other and uh doing twos coming out denny villeneuve i would have loved to be i would love to be in any dune dune Dune. yeah i'd love to be a fremen if i get upgraded to be part of the fedakeen i like to be eaten by shy halud okay you okay you get it okay i i'd love to be sardaukar i'd love to be anything anything to do with it well Anything. A grain anything. of sand on those sand dunes. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Make sure Shai Hulud eats me. I don't care. Oh, but that's, wow. you know, it's one of those iconic movies. It's like uh, Daniel Craig being in uh, mm. being in one of the Star Wars movies. Right. He was a stormtrooper. Who knew that was him, right? Nobody knew that was him. But, you know, it was a dream come true, I'm sure. Yeah. So there you go. Wow. So that, that's why, you know, Pedro Pascal, love him dearly. How many more jobs can a guy have? 
Yeah. <laughs> I, I put out a Facebook post. I'm watching The Last of Us and then I'm watching Mandalorian. And then he's on side. Oh, is she? You okay? What happened? Was it menopause related? Because I'm about to fall off my chair. Was it menopause related? No. 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 I will be in a minute. Okay. Okay. Because I'm sweating buckets right now, if that's any consolation. I we think all. that we should, yeah. I think we should sort of wrap up. Chris, do you do you want to yeah. each maybe ask one more question or something like that? Or Dennis, I'm not sure if there's something else you want to. Well, what, hold on. I think mention. there's a section here. There is I a mean, section. Huh. We've talked about quite a bit of it. Under the personal development of we wrote down. I, I'm your muse. So. <laughs> oh, you sure are. I've got nothing going on, so whatever you need. Oh, thank you. Well, one thing I wanted to ask, is there, again, it might be a tough question, but was there one thing you had to overcome on a personal level to be successful as an actor? Like, let's say, you know, this, what's the word, um, you know, imposter syndrome or insecurities so I, or. We're all insecure and I don't yeah. think I'm here yet. So when, when people say, you know, I've got acting star Dennis Mellon on, I kind of cringe because mm. I'm on a journey mm. and that's how I look at it. Yeah. And someone said to me the other day, well, what are you going to do once you make it? <gasps> I'm going to look up, <laughs> smell the roses, yeah. put my head back down and keep grinding because yeah. that's what I do, you know, yeah. or I, I might go celebrate and buy myself something. But, you know, I mean, what does it mean to make it? Exactly right. what I was going to say. I've got such high, I'm not going to get into my, my, my affirmations and my goals, but no. I've got such high goals. Yeah. Um, there's nothing wrong with shooting for the stars and settling for the moon. Yeah. But once I'm there, I'll know I'm there mm-hmm. and uh, we'll go, you know, I'll, I'll figure it out. But um, I, I'm on a journey. Mm. I'm on a journey. It's the toughest journey I've ever had because mm. uh, it's not like corporate America. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. There, there are so many other factors. I treat it. I corporatize it because that's how I could kind of keep it yeah. in my head. That's and, what I was wondering. Yeah. 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 And I, and I treat it like a business and I push the ball forward every day making the contacts, sending out the resumes, the headshots, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, when, when people love what you do, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's still tough to take a compliment per se. Like, mm-hmm. like you're such a great actor. Oh, Hey, thank you so much. I appreciate yeah. that. La la. Oh, I yeah. love doing this. Oh, Hey, why? Well, and I, and please don't get me wrong. I'm very appreciative. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Stopped. We're very hard on ourselves. There. So it, it, I get stopped every now and again an autograph i could stop for a selfie and stuff like that and i appreciate that and i'm very you know it's a privilege because it is a responsibility Mm -hmm. you know what does it cost to take family to a movie these days with popcorn and parking oh god 100 bucks so there's a responsibility to it so you gotta you know i live in a part of florida where i can still hide (laughs) yeah but but even this town i go to the gym the other day I, i usually go in the morning i had to go at night and i walk in and this guy's like Hey, we saw your commercial. Wow. <laughs> That's fun though. I'm like, yeah. hey, I go, I go, thank you so much. Yeah, man, that Super Bowl thing. And hey, you got the wow, my, my father just watched that movie. I'm like, Aww. all right, now it's getting a little too much. <laughs> now <laughs> and I'm very appreciative. But, uh it it's just a matter of uh being grateful, mm. being humble, mm-hmm. knowing that what you do is a gift. Yeah, and uh, just treat it as such. Treat it as such, and wow. you know, I know where I aspire to be, where I want to go, and stuff like this means a lot to me. Sharing my story, sharing who I am, you know, 
And I've got to say, what a story you have, Dennis. It is amazing. I'm not kidding you. It is absolutely. I mean, like I said, for my kids to look and go, wow, look at everything this guy's done. And I'm not talking about the movies. I'm talking about corporate life. I'm not talking about everything. My daughter, too. She's like, you see, mom, a straight C student. That's why I'm not going to study today. <laughs> no. You got men, you got people like Elon Musk saying there's no need for college today. You know, I mean, I, I've worked with so many, you know, GEDs that yeah. are so successful and so wealthy mm. because it's not a matter of what's up here. It's a matter of what's in your heart. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not what's in your head. It's what's in your heart. Yeah. Anybody, you, you, it's been proven and I'm not, I'm not showing disrespect to anyone. You can train a gorilla. Mm-hmm do anything and you know god bless the gorillas right but Mm -hmm. it's a matter of what do you bring to the table i've hired many a salesperson with you know straight c student Mm -hmm. you know whatever high school dropout show me your passion i can teach you everything else i fired many an mba because they're Mm -hmm. you know not all of them you know a lot of them are obnoxious so it it is what it is Mm -hmm. but yeah tell your daughter there is history there there is uh there is a life path but yeah. it's like anything else. What's the old adage? The A students mm-hmm. work for the companies that are managed by the B students, that are the companies that are owned by the C students. Yep. A, a and that, exactly. And, I and that's that. it. So back in fourth yeah. grade with this Dr. Hocus, Hocus, Pocus, whatever his name is, <laughs> long dead now, I'm sure, because he was oh. ancient back then. He was probably 30. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, no. You remember how? The, I'm sorry, but do you remember yeah. in the 70s and 80s? I mean, people who were in their 40s looked like they were in their 70s. Exactly. Well, I I talked to you know I got buddies at the gym that are my age, and we were talking. And I told them about the NMN and transfers mm-hmm. very tall, and we were like, you know, our fathers didn't even moisturize. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, as exactly. as it might be today, you know, and not that I'm, you know, uh, you know, overly, you know, yeah. doing. But you know, our our parents didn't even like, yeah, no, moisturize. They didn't use a toner. They didn't get a manicure. Now I'm getting a little too deep, right? But <laughs> you know, it, it 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 is what it is. It's a different generation. Yeah. Exactly. And what was it? What um, what what's the what's the actor's name? Brimley, oh, at fifty yeah. years old. Walter Brimley well, at fifty years Walter? old. Yeah, Walter. Versus Tom Cruise at fifty years old. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You, you remember that? that I yeah, saw that yeah. when he was in Cocoon. I think it was. They show that picture. Yeah. Yes. Here's yeah. one man at fifty. Here's another man at fifty. What's the difference? I know. Decisions, choices, mm-hmm. uh, practices. I, I don't know. Expectations, don't know. societal expectations. Maybe what? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Societal. What, what What do you expect from yourself? You know, my age range is 35 to 55. I get a lot of physical roles. I, I just did uh, a bunch of commercials for the Okeechobee Music Festival. I'm a personal trainer. Wow. So here I am at my age. I'm, I'm half naked, mm. you know, and I'm able to do that because I'm physically fit. Because taking care yeah. of myself, yeah. I take care of my instrument. Uh, the other commercials we just did, I went from I went on a journey from a, a physical trainer to a yoga guru. Yeah. So <laughs> it's, it's, it's a great story the way they did it. But, you know, still, I'm, I'm walking around this thing, you know, t- topless and kind of doing my yeah. thing. So, you know, you've got you've to gotta take care of number one. you got to take uh, care yeah. of your, you're, you're blessed with just one. Mm-hmm. And I, I've learned from Ed Milet and other mentors that I have, you drive by any cemetery, how many people are 
buried with so much music left inside of them. Oh, yeah. oh God. How many people are walking around today? We haven't buried, they're dead. We haven't buried them yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, God. Yes. You know, Absolutely. think about it. Absolutely. So that's, that's what's going on. I want to let it all hang out. I want to, yeah. I want to, I want to yeah. put it all out there before, you know, we don't know what uh, today is going to bring, what no, tomorrow is no. going to bring. Never but know. I hope I'm best that I can leave it all on the playing field. Yeah. You know, acting is my sport. Yeah. You know, oh, that's my, amazing. It's my release. Yeah. So it's a matter of me being prepared and putting it out there. And, you know, I did a, I did a show just the other day and, and, and the uh, interviewer was like, you've done 120 movies. How do you, how do you do all that? I'm like, mm. I don't know. I just get a yeah. script, and contract, just- get scheduled and go. I, I don't, you know, thank you, you know, for the compliment, but I don't know. I just get out there and this is what I do, period. Were you, yeah. if you, uh, I mean, I'm sure there's many, many roles you did not get. Um, sure. But sure. you seem like the type that probably, it didn't bring you down. It never got you No, down, I was excited. We, when I lost to Arnold Voslo, I mm-hmm. was tickled to think, oh my yeah. gosh, number two to this guy? Yeah. And I've had many things like that. Oh my gosh. I'm number two to this guy. Yeah. That's awesome. So I'm getting there. I'm yeah. getting there. I'm getting there. That's great. And that's because here's the thing. I don't track how many auditions I have. Mm-hmm. I track my wins. Because mm-hmm. here's the thing. I'm in the gym today. I cannot tell you how many reps I've done. Okay. I've done tons of reps today. Mm-hmm. I can tell you the personal records that I get. I can tell you the weight that I that I hit that was a record for me and that I feel really good about and how many reps I got. Mm-hmm. I don't track all that. So you look at my board, I keep referencing, I've got the jobs that I booked. Now, are there five, 10, 20 auditions between each? I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> I'm not going to fill my noggin. I'm not going to fill my head yes. with that. I'm going to track the wins. Mm. Doing a show as prolific as yours is a win. I track that. I I read my goals. I track. I've got my. I've got national commercials. How many? I've got five national commercials so far done this year. God, Dennis, that's incredible. I've got so many goals, and I track them. And I track track them. And I I don't need to know. um, I'm six one, fifty three, two hundred pounds. I bench press X. How long did it take me to get there? Mm. I don't know, but I'm telling you what I'm doing right now because I track. My milestones. I track my successes. I love that. Step, step. I lie. Doesn't that, that? That's you know. Just, I don't know. Yeah. We oh, so many of us just concentrate on the negative. Yeah. And you overcome that. You don't. Well, it's it's the antithesis of a salesperson because you know the sales jobs I've had and the sales management that I've done. You got to make ten calls. Ten calls lead to three appointments. Three appointments right. lead to one sale. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I'm not going to try all that minutia. I don't care. Yeah. I want to track closes. I want to track the wins. It's and that's so what I do. Interesting. Chris, this is exactly what we were talking about yesterday. Um, we were saying, you know, our goals for this year are, you know, we, there's, we need to be a little bit more organized to have stuff set up, to be just our marketing, everything. And then we said, wait a second, though. Look where we were a year ago. We could never have dreamed in a million years that we would have accomplished what we've accomplished. And, and, you know, because you have to keep up with the social media and the, this and the, that, as we were like, so we just stopped the conversation there. We're like, no, we're, we're doing great. Actually, we're doing great. Yeah. you know, we it was, went from it was zero so to grounding. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Look, you're going to get so busy with your show. Look, you, you, 
you're not going to have time to, to do the laundry or clean the house. Oh, God, hire thank someone. you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that. And that's what do you want to focus on? You want exactly. to focus on the money-making things. I don't want Leanne cleaning the house. I'm going to yeah. hire somebody for that. Yeah. Well, it's my house. I like to clean. Be that as it may. Oh, <laughs> you, you, right. Right? You get the point. I'd rather go do yeah. things you want to do. Exactly. There's nothing wrong with that. People have businesses. People are highly successful. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't wash my own car. I mean, whatever. Yeah. So you want it? You want social media? Go hire a social media manager. Yeah. That, that's the bottom line. You, you need to, you need to get organized. Go hire an assistant. Yeah. You yeah. know, figure it out. Yep. Figure it out. Why take away from your strengths? Yeah. By adding minutia, that's by adding right. bureaucratic BS yeah. that you might not like. Yeah. I don't like paperwork. I do it when I have to, but I avoid it at all costs. No, I don't blame you. <laughs> I have a good account. I have a great account. I file with them quarterly. I don't need to know. Danny should get next dollars back. God bless. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> what job I, well done. <laughs> what? As long as I'm not paying, yeah. what do I owe you, Jay? I don't. You know, I'd rather I don't pay you than the government. Money. Thank you very much. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I know my strengths. I know That's my weaknesses, right. of which I have many. Yes. But I'm going to hire people to make up for my weaknesses. And I think it was Andrew Carnegie. It's it's in the book, Think and Grow Rich. And you probably know the story. I don't know if it's Carnegie, Vanderbilt, or whomever, Rockefeller. Uh, but he was called on the stand because family thought he was incompetent. He was eccentric, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, once he's on the stand, the judge is asking basic questions that any, listen to what I say, any average man would know today. Mm-hmm. Okay, you got Rockefeller, Carnegie, Vanderbilt on the stand. Hmm. Or any average person would know. Mr. Mr. Smith, who won the World Series this year? Your Honor, I have no idea. Hmm. Um, who's the senator of X? I have no idea. Well, Mr. Mr. Vanderbilt, this is common knowledge. Any average man should know. Your Honor, I have a phone on my desk with 12 buttons. I can press any button. I pay people handsomely to have that information and to give me the answers when I request. Mm, Let that settle in for a second. The judge wrapped the gavel, case dismissed. This man is more confident than than any of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) the gavel. (laughs) That's it. I'm not going to be the end all be all. Now we've got our phones. Hey, Siri. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) She's going to answer you. (laughs) But that's it. So does it, does it stupefy us? Not really. You know, do we have information at our fingertips that we didn't have yesterday? Sure. Mm -hmm. It's just like that. It's just why, why you're good at what you do. You have a very successful show. Mm -hmm. The recipe works. Mm -hmm. Don't tweak the recipe. Keep pushing forward. Hire someone to make up for your weaknesses per se. Exactly. Or anything like, again, another time that Chris really grounded me, we were getting sort of bogged down by the the tweeting and just so many things we had to do. And she's like, if we don't focus on the content, we have nothing. And she just, it helped me so much. Like, I I think it was my turn to present that week. And I was like, that's it. Screw everything else. I need to put out what we're talented at is content. Everything else. What? You need to what? A boot. Okay. (laughs) I, I need to put out. You need to what? <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> I'm adorable, okay? She doesn't have okay. that East Coast accent we have. <laughs> yeah. Which is funny because she is technically kind of East Coast because she's Ottawa, Canada. So she shouldn't be, you know. It's a whole capital. different thing. The capital. <laughs> yay. Capital. 
You know so, that. So, you know, I drink a lot of coffee. And I like my walk. <laughs> you walk for a walk. Yeah. Yeah, I go for a walk. Oh, God. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. I'm a terrible Canadian, but that's a whole other story. Well, I think we need to wrap this up. I don't want to. I could sit talking for hours. And we can always do a part two. Yeah. Chris, did I answer any of your questions? I know. I don't know. You know that's <laughs> I ed- I'm the one who edits, so I'll go back and listen to it, and then I'll probably get back to a part two. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you need. I, I'd love to come back. I mean, well, oh, thank you, you were absolutely, I'll tell you, like I said, we were very nervous about this because you are yes. our first interview, uh, and you made yeah. us feel very relaxed, and we appreciate oh, that. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks so I much. I appreciate you guys. I appreciate oh. you ladies. I really do. Dennis, oh, we appreciate it. So what much. are we looking for that's coming out right now? Uh, right now I've got so much in the can. Um, the illusion of choice, mm-hmm. uh, Katie Payne. Uh, I don't get into sex, politics, religion. This basically covers <laughs> okay <laughs> everything, which it's funny. I, I don't, you know, anyway, uh, that's coming out. Uh, like I said, great people's doing really well. Mm-hmm. Please wow. take a look at that. And, uh, you know, I'm all over social media. I yeah. don't, I don't look for followers or, fran- or fans. I look for friends that want to mm. join us on this journey. Well, you've got two now. So, yeah. I I appreciate that. <laughs> no. Two of my biggest fans and my biggest friends. And, um, you know, just, just join us on this journey. If I can help anybody out with anything, oh. if uh, you know anybody that would benefit from having me on their show, I'd be more wow. than happy to. And, um, yeah, I'd be more than happy to answer questions, help anybody with anything. I'm all over social media. Uh, my son isn't big on social media, so I'm like the only Dennis Mallon, M-A-L-L-E-N, that's out there. Okay. <laughs> Dad, Dad, rest in peace. He's obviously yeah. no longer on social media. But um, yeah, if I can help you ladies again, I'd be more than happy well, to thank come back. you. Thank and, you. Uh, let's rock and roll, you know? Let's do this. Let's keep doing this. Yeah. We would love to have you again. Thank you so, so much. Honestly, we're, we, I, this word is overused, but I really do feel honored that you, you chose us and, uh, Pleasure's Pleasure's yeah. okay. and we're, we're well, really happy that we're able to share your story. Cause again, it's not just acting. Not. You are multidimensional as we said. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Dennis, well, thank you so much. Thank, thank you very, very much. And we'll be in touch okay. and I yeah. hope that we can have you on again. Yeah. Without a doubt, I'd love to come back. So, thank All you. right. Thank you. All thank you. right. Thanks day. so much, Donna. There you have it. We did our first interview, Chris. What do you think? I think it went okay. He had to have been the most perfect first interview. He, We were nervous yeah. Nellies in the beginning. And... Mm-hmm. He didn't, he, he started talking. We felt like instant friendship. So it was nice and easy. Um, I will say I came up with a bunch more questions while I was editing it. So I will probably be looking for a part two. We can't wait. Yeah. We would love to welcome Dennis back on the show. Thanks again. And we're looking forward to the rest of our season two. This is the first episode. We've got lots of stuff to look forward to. We've got a collaboration with Masturbators coming up. We uh, participated on one of their episodes. We'll let you know when that's going to be released. And we are going to be participating with um, All Hallows Eve on one of their episodes. So we'll keep you tuned. We've got a whole bunch of other stuff floating around in these little teeny tiny teeny things we call our brains that will hopefully come to fruition and be lots of fun. And did you know we're on social media, Deb? 
I did know that. I oh, was actually just getting to that. Um, oh, were you? About you being, yeah, I was. I was. But oh, I'm okay. glad. I just I was trying to keep your attention. <laughs> well, you, you okay. did a good job. You did a good job. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> we are on Instagram and Facebook at Today We Laughed and Learned. We would love to hear from you over email at todaywelaughed at uh, gmail.com. And we would love to come, have you, sorry, come and join us over on Twitter at Today We Laughed. Um, that's pretty much it. We're on all the platforms where you listen to your podcast and we're just kind of everywhere. everywhere we're everywhere. everywhere. We're back. And back. back to our regular format next week, huh, Deb? That's right. Very important. Yes. Oh, I have an episode to prepare. That would be it. All right. Well, today, before you go, I can definitely say that we laughed. And learned all about the fascinating life and accomplishments of actor Dennis Mallon. Thanks, everybody. Thank you again, Dennis. Thank you, everyone. And good night. Good night. Okay, well, there you have it. There was our interview. This is our seventh time trying to do this exit (laughs) exit section. Yeah, we're trying to say how much we enjoyed having our first interview. (laughs) But Deb and I are getting laughing too hard. And we can't finish this. So Deb, do you want to thank Dennis? (laughs) Oh my God. We do want to thank Dennis so much for being patient as we fumbled through. Deb, do we have some things coming up this season? Come on, Deb, spit it out. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I. Wow. Okay, um, we we really really do. We have. Oh my god, what is my problem? Oh my god, I can't concentrate. Okay, okay, I need to focus. Can you slap me? Can you reach? This is all getting recorded. Oh my lord. <laughs>